Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. Indeed, where we like our... You know what I mean, man. You know what time it is. It is slow Tuesday, taco Tuesday, and it is time for y'all brothers to get it on with y'all girl that y'all be creeping with. Yeah, and I know you're going to be showing some teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, you're going to be showing some teeth tonight, man. Uh, I did have a picture of you guys, what you guys are going to be look like, uh, looking like uh, while y'all doing y'all slow Tuesday. Yeah, two tacos Dos tacos, por favor, this. All right, uh, let me see if I can find the video, uh, the picture of what y'all looking like while y'all snuggled up and sniggling. I did find it, so let's go ahead and go to the photo. All right, when you need a roof over your head and you just need a little bit of person to cuddle up on. Uh, here y'all go right here on a taco. Data. All right, look at that. Boy, that's an oinker right there. Well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That's the only one thing. Oh the humanity. All right. Shout out to you brothers out there thinking you running game. I'm pimping. Oh my lord. Oh man. That one takes the cake. Anyway, man, we got a great show for you today. A breaking news. This is gonna be a breaking news story. Uh Kevin Costner's. We're gonna go over it. Breaking news. Yes, it's a breaking matter of fact. Let's break the news, and then we'll go into it a little bit. This is going to steal a little bit of the show. We're going to break it down. All right, breaking news. Kevin Costner's wife files for gray divorce after giving him an ultimatum to quit the TV series, streaming series, Yellowstone, and this is just breaking news as I went up. You guys probably saw the thumbnail of we were going to talk about age gaps, but I got a text message. I got a text message from uh, a junior college senorita. Uh, she knows who she is. Um, she's a she's a Kaylee, and uh, she texted me, and she said, another one, another one, and this is going to be breaking news here. Let me just go to it real quick, and we can talk about this thing with the gray divorce issue uh, why I tell you, as somebody said, the marriage will is undefeated. I know this is just one case, um, but it is an important case. As we tell you, celebrities are cases that we can talk about. The average Joe cases we cannot talk about, right? And the average Joe gets hurt in the pockets way more than these celebrities. So it's nothing to feel sorry about. But the marriage will is yet again undefeated. She pulled the I'm not happy. <laughs> she pulled the I'm not happy card. And guess what? All right. Now, uh, months later, she gave him the divorce. And uh, let's go ahead and go ahead and check out what TMZ has to cover for this right now. TMZ's breaking the news here less than an hour, less than an hour ago. Field of dreams, Kevin Costner. All right. Wife pulls the old plug and she goes and she's ready to get her bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> all right. And uh, we talked about this, and I'll go over the ultimatum. The reason why I do, I know people are like, you're always talking about, well, just shut up. This is part of my show, okay? But I covered this last uh, fall, and she gave him an ultimatum to quit Yellowstone. She said it's either me or the television show. 
Now, let's go ahead and go through the, the details about it. Then maybe um, maybe uh, we'll talk about it. Kevin Costner's wife is pulling the plug on their marriage. Oh, what a shock. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right, what a shock. All right, he getting older. He got fat pockets now. And we've learned she just filed for divorce, and this is not a celebration. This is definitely a doomsday for Kevin Costner. This will be the toughest thing he has ever gone through. The actor's wife, Christine Costner, filed Monday to end their 18-year marriage. It's unclear what led to the split. Christine cited the usual irreconcilable differences, which is basically a no-fault divorce, meaning that you don't need a reason, okay? You don't need a reason. Kevin's rep tells TMZ, quote, it is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control has transpired, which has resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a disillusion of a marriage action. And the rep went on to say, we ask that his Christine's and their children's privacy be respected as they navigate this difficult time. All right. And so uh, we don't want to talk about the kids, but the Yellowstone star and his estranged wife, Shared three children, age 12, 14, and 15, all right? And so let's go to the marriage, Will, just so you can see what we're talking about here. The engagement, the connection phase at the upper right, the investment stage right there in the middle right side, children, house, car, bills, family trips, schools, vacations, activities, so forth and so on. Then the bottom left will be the bait and switch, all right? The bait and switch is right there. And she initiated the bait and switch by saying, you need to quit your job. As you can see here on the marriage wheel, go ahead and look. It says right there, husband works 80 hours weekly, all right? One of the bait and switch pulls is that you're working too much. You're never here. You're never here for us. And so when I tell you about the ultimatum, that is a bait and switch, okay? All right? It's like a playbook. Guys, at this particular point, why are we surprised? All right, so let's go into uh, some of the details. We've learned Christine is asking for joint custody of the kids. Congratulations on that one. Kevin filed this response on Tuesday in which he also asked for joint custody. So uh, as far as we know, there's two type of custodies. This is your edutainment here. Um, there is joint legal custody and joint physical custody. We can't distinguish as to what it is, I'm not one to dig for legal records. I'm not that low of a human being, but there are some low human beings that will be willing to dig. I only present what I have in front of me. Here it is. Christine is not asking for spousal support. All right. And so here's a here's a here's a interesting piece here. She's not asking for any spousal support. Kevin's response filed by Disso Queen, Laura Wasser says spousal support to be payable to petitioner pursuant to the terms of the premarital agreement. So there's a prenup, prenup, prenup. So she can't ask for spousal support. Who want prenup? So in this one, in this one, lead attorney gets a feather in his cap, all right? Because we always talk about this. In this case, it looks like Christine at this point in juncture of the divorce is aware of a prenup. All right. And so she's looking at it like, well, can't do much about that. All right. So this is Kevin's second marriage, y'all. This is Kevin's second marriage. What? What? <laughs> Listen, 
if these people that that you guys see on a daily basis, I mean, in 2022, it was Tom Brady. Maybe that was this year. Tom Brady. I mean, just go down the list of guys that come into the situation and now they're Owen. They're Owen, right? I tell you, 99% of all relationships fail. Have fun. Have your time. Do not stress out. Do not take women seriously. Relationship just should be seen as the fun period, and then it's going to have a conclusion, sometimes a dramatic conclusion. Sometimes it falls, and it's like a thud, all right, like a sack of potatoes falling to the ground. Either way, what you want to remember is not the bad times that you go through of the breakup, but you want to have fun while you were there. And then if it breaks up, you want it to be just a thud and just move on. But of course, everybody gets their emotions wrapped into it. And then they're going, well, I should want to fall in love. All right. But and you only remember the worst times of your relationship, which tends to be the end times. But Kevin Costner is an Owen. Is an Owen. Join the club. And I'm not here to celebrate and tap dance on this situation. Now, great divorce. Let's look at that. Great. Before we look at great divorce, let's look at this situation right here that led to uh, potentially potentially led to the wife pulling the plug. All right. As she filed on Monday, attorneys got on it quickly on Tuesday. All right. Uh, but uh, here it is. Yellowstone's Kevin Costner's real life wife once gave him an ultimatum. There it is. Uh, it says right here, Yellowstone star's wife. Um, the Yellowstone star's wife is Christine Baumgartner. That's what she went through right there. Uh, but do not go search for her social medias. Just because the former professional model is private doesn't mean she's meek. However, uh, Baumgartner is Costner's second wife. He was previously married to Cindy Costner, but they divorced in 1994. He brought four kids into the new relationship. <laughs> Yikes, including three with Cindy and one with an ex-girlfriend, Bridget Rooney. My Lord, <laughs> y'all out here acting reckless, Kevin. My goodness, you brought in four stepbabies. No wonder she filed for the divorce. I'm looking at this like, well, all right. I'm sure most of these kids are adults now, but this ninja brought four kids from two women. <laughs> all right, Jesus. And he dated Bridget Rooney, whom he dated before striking a romance with the now 48-year-old Baumgartner who's pushing her chips in and trading in, dropping him off at the family court pay window full of child support. The issue of the children is what nearly broke them. All right. It says right here, the couple met years ago before they began dating in the late 90s and went public in roughly the year 2000 uh, when she was 25 and he was 45. There it is. So we're going to talk about age gap and the hypocrisies of that right now. I don't mean to show the kids. All right. Um, she she was 25 and a professional model. He was 45. In 2003, they broke up. She wanted kids of her own, and he was pretty content. He wanted no kids. Spoiler alert, she won that agreement, and she about to win child support. She about to win. She about to win child support. So look, so this is just the first ultimatum. Okay, so she wanted kids. He said, I already got four kids. I don't want any. I want kids. I want kids. He relented. And guess what? He about to pay child support for at least eight years or six to eight years. She won that argument, but not by staying patient. 
talking to Parade in 2012, Costner recalled being issued what sound like an ultimatum. Now, gentlemen, anytime you hear an ultimatum from a woman, this is what you do. Yeah, he busted. All right, you run. And it says right here, when you come to your senses, <laughs> says right here, responding to the ultimatum, she said, I'm going to wait for you, but not long. Yeah, he should have skedaddled. When you come to your senses, come back to me, said the, <laughs> and he says, and I did. Well, let me go ahead and tell you, we do have private video of this ultimatum, and uh, the ultimatum went something like this. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Yeah, and they had a couple of more Dylans after that. And fast forward to 2022 when Costner and his wife of 18 years have three kids together. And it says right here, together they live on 160 acres in Colorado. I hope his prenup is nice. Professionally, she was a model and she gave up her career. All right, here it is right there. Around the time of her marriage to Costner, she began Cat Bag Couture, a company that designs luxury purses, handbags, and laptop cases. Talking to the Denver Post in 2005, she admitted Costner helped her get the business off the ground, giving her the seed money. But the Genesis was an idea she had with the friend named Tamara. All right. The company's website is no longer active. So, yeah, I mean, that was just a little pet project to keep her busy. All right. But let's get to the other ultimatum in which she tells um, she tells Kevin Costner to quit the quit the show, quit the show. Or let me see here. Let me see, pull it up, man. Come on. Here it is. Bam, and you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. So here you go right here. Another ultimatum, yet another shit test. This is what we, guys, man, my show, you guys should be very, very happy at what we're doing here. By the way, today's sponsor is uh, our brother here. We're going to say from Lion Empire Legal. All right. So here's the second ultimatum, the second yet attempt at his life, the second yet knife to the carotid artery, the second yet attempt at hiring assassins to delete him, the second attempt of cutting the brake line and making sure he knows he could crash at any moment, the second attempt, the second attempt yet attempt to hold the children hostage against him for payment. So here it is right here, Kevin Costner's wife, Christine. Gives him an ultimatum. Wow, that sounds familiar. Choose Yellowstone or your family. Goodness. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Man, let's read into these details. And this was as of six months ago. I reported on this, your reporter on the scene. Even though Kevin Costner may be enjoying his success with his show Yellowstone, things don't seem to be going well. So well in his personal life, man. Hey, man, you know, this is a very common thing in, in relationships. One person may be particularly jealous or um, as you're having success, they they do their best to interrupt your success. Right. He's riding high. He pretty much was. I don't know. He 
he hasn't made any, as far as I know. You know, I'm not a big Kevin Costner fan. But he's riding high. He's doing well. He's got a show that's being successful. It wasn't expected to be successful. It just came out of nowhere. And while he's riding high, he's making his money. He's doing well. He's enjoying it. She's like, nah, the jealousy creeps in. And I've been warning you of this as well. This is somewhat natural. Your closest people will be your biggest downfall. All right. Your closest people will pray and pray and pray on your downfall. And he's happy and she's not. I'm not happy. <laughs> it says right here, his wife, handbag designer, Christine. They keep referring to her as Baumgartner, but we got her down as Christine Costner. And it says right here, it's said to be giving him an ultimatum, telling him to choose between the show and the family. Radar Online says the actor who won an Academy Award wasn't sure how long the show would go on because he didn't think it would be successful. There you go. Even so, the show Yellowstone went on to be a huge hit. And it was pat and it was picked up for many more seasons, but every success comes with a price. All men pay. Costner, who is now 67 years old, has spent at least 10 months away from his family. That's significant. I'm going to just let you know that is a significant thing here. The personal trainer getting the, the personal trainer. What she's doing is did, doing what Giselle did. Giselle said, Tom, you're going to go back to football. Personal trainer going to get them cheeks. <laughs> All right. That, I, I can't wait. My peace leave is itching. And she want to go out there and be what? In these streets? In these streets. 10 months away from family is significant. So I'm not going to underscore that one right there. He spent, he's had to uh, spend at least 10 months away from his family. But she knew what she was getting into. Let's get back to reality and put these, you know, what's in check. You bitch. You, you knew bitch. what you was getting into. Why didn't y'all just move to Montana? All right. But it says right here, he's uh. Their home in Los Angeles, he's filming in Montana. His wife and children live in Los Angeles right now. Both the actors have, wait, both actors? She's not an actor. All right, but anyway, it says right here, uh, Costner told, wait, Baumgartner told Costner to quit his show so he can spend more time with his family. Oh, my Lord. Guys, never fall for that one. Never fall for that one. Be let me tell you why you don't fall for that one. All right, um, that just go ahead and tell her to pull the divorce because when you spend more time, you're going to quit your job. Tom Brady found this out. You're going to quit your job. You're going to find out she was getting her cheeks clapped by the personal trainer, and you're going to be like, damn, I already quit. Okay, and she pulls the plug anyway. All right, and there's rumors that he was going to quit the show. He was considering it to save his family. He probably was like, man, F that bitch. I ain't got no time. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I ain't got no time for this shit. All right, quote, it's really knocked a hole in their family life. A friend in the know said, according to the outlet, the show is such a mega hit. Producers want it to go on forever. Christine, on the other hand, wants him to quit his job and spend more time with his family. She wants a firm commitment that this is his last season or he might have to hit the dusty trail. The source added, damn. Not even Kevin Costner can come out here and hold masculine frame. He was like, bitch, I got a prenup. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Costner married. Okay, we don't want to talk about that. We already went over that point. All right, a couple of other points to make here about this situation. Okay, never fall for an ultimatum. 
What is Kyron Costner's net worth? Apparently, this is not going to come into play as much. No spousal support, ladies and gentlemen. There will be child support, and that will potentially give her a launch pad. Uh, he'll, she will get enough child support from his ass. I mean, she could get, uh, uh, she could get like thirty thousand dollars a month, um, if in fact she does. But you also have to remember, there's a joint legal and physical custody. If there is, she's only looking at fifty percent um, worth a diso master in the California courts. If you had never been around a diso master in a discussion about it you know that there's just simply a calculation in the county of Los Angeles that they're going to put in $250 million versus her zero income divided by X, Y, and Z, and so forth and so on, and divided by, multiply as with a factor of two against 50-50 joint custody. Mm. Yeah, she could get 20, and we're talking about three children, y'all. We, hey, Tyrese, Tyrese got $10,000 a month on one child. So we're talking about three children, and of course, the more children you have, the lower it, the lower it impacts you if it's a, from the same woman. But it just depends. And so they're saying he's worth about two hundred and fifty million dollars, uh, but that's internet net worth. Sometimes you can't trust that. And apparently, his current income, just in case people pull that up, his current income is said to be one point five million dollars per episode gross income, which I don't know if you know calculated child support most of the time is by gross income gross all right not and many times you know they might consider have formulas and factors of self-employment you're a business owner which i don't understand why a business will come in because business don't have babies but that is what it is they may consider all of those costs and deduct that and determine what your income really is it's a very very tough thing to calculate unless you have a w w2 all right, and so this is pre-tax income. It doesn't mean you wait to see what you net. All right, they take what you gross, and then they put it against, most of the time, nothing. It just depends on where you are. They put it against zero income on her side because there's an incentive to keep her income down. They're like, who cares what her income is? As a matter of fact, that was what Tyrese was arguing when he went recently on the stand. He was like, look, she makes X amount of dollars. And it was like, they was like, so I don't give a shit what she makes. Sometimes you're calculating that against no income, even though you might say she makes 40, 50, 70, 100, 150. Okay, so Tyrese was trying to make that case, and the judge said, I don't give up. <laughs> All right, I don't give a buck. And um, it says right here, Costner's lawyer, just so you know, Costner's lawyer is thinking about leaving the show. And this was as of March 2023. There it is right there, Costner's lawyer. <laughs> Costner's lawyer has been working overtime, just revealed if he is really leaving the show. And uh, I don't know what the details are because I didn't have time to read it because this is breaking news. Is Costner leaving the cast? On February 6th, the co-creator, uh, Taylor Sheridan, decided to end Yellowstone. Oh, dang. All right, so the show's over. <laughs> Yikes. Well, there goes that. I, I'm assuming the she wanted him to be home wasn't the issue. So let's see why they decided to end the show. So look, this is the selfish shit about divorce. So they got a good thing going. They had a good thing going. They had a hit fucking show. 
and guess who came in? I'm not happy, right? Wait a minute, that's not what I want. She came in, I'm not happy. <laughs> and, and and messed up the whole flow, because watch this. It says Costner wanted um, considerations. It says right here, according to the outlet, the decision was made after Kevin Costner requested to film the remaining six episodes in one week. <laughs> you can't do that shit. Right. And so they was like, nah, bro. So she caused the problem and ended the hit show. Now, I don't even know what the show is. I haven't watched it. But apparently, if I'm not mistaken, it, it is a period piece that reflects the earlier parts of the um, frontier, frontiersmen or uh, people like that. And there's spinoff series that talks about the early establishments of the Old West, I'm assuming. All right, I'm just assuming from what people told me. So there's spinoff seasons that go before and after Yellowstone, the period Kevin Costner represents. Okay, it's the modern, it's the Old West, but the, is it the modern West? I don't know. But anyway, it's the modern day West. All right, so it's the modern day West, but did they do two spinoffs? They did a spinoff to reflect the previous years, 1883, something like that. And then so forth and so on. So anyway, it's the modern West. All right. So Kevin Costner, to order to impede his queen, requested something that could not happen, which was filming six episodes in one week. Sources told Deadline that Paramount Network declined his ask. He said no and was eyeing a new Yellowstone spinoff starring Matthew McConaughey. Instead, wrapping up the original series. I mean, a lot of people lost the job shortly after Paramount Networks released a statement denying that Kevin was leaving Yellowstone. Um, after his rumored request caused frustration and morale problems with the rest of the cast. So one woman, <laughs> one woman, one woman's ultimatum, one woman's unhappiness. I'm not happy. What do I tell you guys? <laughs> this is what I call. Collateral damage. This is what I call bull in a china shop. This is what I tell you happens when a woman gets unhappy. They cause the fractures of nations. They can cause the fracture of nations. They can get people laid off and no job. And you were doing fine till she showed up. And then she said this and then bull in a china shop. Then all of a sudden the husband starts speaking coherently. All right, I want to film six episodes in one week. They're like, are you an idiot? We don't got no time or even money. You're going to work us to death. There's no way our, our writers can't even keep up with this shit. Why would you want this? Well, my wife said I need to be at home. Mm. Yeah, agents of chaos. <laughs> and then they causing all this rift. You have morale issues amongst your team. You guys are riding high. And she says, I'm not happy. <laughs> and everybody's got to pay the piper. Okay. Everybody's got the pay. All of this is allegedly, by the way. We have no news to report, and Kevin is a big part of Yellowstone, and we hope that this case, wait, that's the case for a long time to come, they said. So I don't know if they really canceled it. The idea that Kevin was only willing to work one week of the second half of season five of Jellystone is an absolute lie. It's a farce, they said. Yes, I said Jellystone. It's ridiculous, and anyone suggesting it shouldn't be believed for one second 
as anyone who knows anything about Kevin is well aware, he is incredibly passionate about the show and has always gone way above and beyond to ensure its success. And yes, so now they're coming back and saying this is not true. All right. He did not ask to film six episodes in one week. All right. So there you go right there. You take that for what it's worth. All right. Let me see if I have something else to add. I do one more thing. And this is breaking news. <laughs> Jellystone. All right. Anytime I think of Yellowstone, I think of Jellystone. And anybody who knows, yes, Jellystone is a fictitious place. <laughs> where she getting her picnic basket. All right, it might as well be Jellystone. They, hey, Kevin Costner, I got a new movie for you. It's called Jellystone. That's what you got right now. That's what you got right now. You got Jellystone going on in your house. Jesus. You got freaking Jellystone. All right, we got a gray divorce. What is a gray divorce? We talked about this. All right, we got a uh, gray divorce or a gray divorce refers to a divorce involving individuals who are 50 years of age and older. It says many high profile cases such as Bill and Melinda Gates, Billy Ray and Tish Cyrus and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mar Schwarzenegger. All right, that's another word white folks like to say. They love saying that. I remember when I was in. In uh, elementary school, the boys be like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm looking at you like, bruh, you know good and damn well what you say. It's kind of like a chigger, a bigger, a trigger, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right? What are we doing here? All right. But anyway, these cases have brought attention to a growing number of great divorces. According to data of the U.S. Census Bureau, adults age 55 to 64, I think Kevin was right at that have the highest number divorce amongst married adults over age 20. Mm. Right there. Somebody said vinegar. All right. So um, uh, gray divorces, adults between 55 and 64 have the highest divorces. Now, both of these people fall outside of that. I think they do. She's 48 and he is. Uh, how old is he? I thought he was 67. Something like that. I can't remember what it was. How old is that? How old is that? She's 48. I can't find his age. I think he was in his 60s. Uh, she's tw he's 20 years older. 68. 48, 68. All right. It falls outside. 67. All right. But it is what it is. All right. So reasons for great divorces. Are you guys ready? Common reasons. Now, here's my thing. Uh, when we're going to talk about age gaps later, what's the pros and the cons? The hypocrisy of the whole thing. Is it better to have an age gap between men and women? All right, even if the woman's older, we're going to talk about the hypocrisy of it all. It says right here, for decades, great divorces have been on the rise, not just in, not just nationally, but in Japan, Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, and India. And it proves that is is consistently increasing globally as well. Sad. Researchers predict that in 2030, great divorce rates will have tripled. Wow. Are you listening? You guys think I delivered doom and gloom. Check this out. Researchers predict, and this is a kosher doc, I've been telling y'all, divorce is going, no, the divorce rates will continue to skyrocket. They're predicting that people over 50 will be pulling the plug. Rates will triple. Um, the future doesn't look very bright. And the reasons for gray divorce, they say, and this is a law firm here, abuse, physical, mental, or emotional, 
probably financial, having a controlling or demeaning partner. Um, I think this abuse thing is going way too far. All right. But listen, I don't physical abuse. Definitely understandable. Mental and emotional abuse is so broad. What in the hell is that? <laughs> right. Verbal, mental, emotional. This shit is so petty. It's ridiculous. You can't really even determine what that is. One side determines it. The other side's like, what are you talking about? Well, remember that time? That time, what? I yelled at you for doing something that you effed up on for the 5th, 11th time? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay. All right. Addiction. This is interesting. Prawn, alcohol, gambling, and substance abuse. Their addictions can cause strains on marriages. This includes the female and the male partner. Because of the addiction, they may waste marital funds, screwing up retirement. They lie by omission, alienate their spouse, which can often lead to frustration and increased desire for happiness right there. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. Gen X, Gen X are the ones that are divorcing. So if you're telling me right now, Hey coach, you're wrong. My marriage is going well. Hafiz, listen up. I know you're not a Gen X or you're a millennial and it shows Hafiz, your scoreboards up right now, but they're telling you by the next seven years, once people hit that 50 mark, that's Gen X. Okay. Divorces are going to triple, triple. This is according to the stats here. Uh, so an increased desire for happiness, empty nest syndrome, which is an interesting thing when kids leave the home. Um, that's not even that common anymore, but it's actually almost as common as it is not as common. Okay, but typically what happens is if the, the kids do leave the home and they go off to college and you're there together, you realize you're not compatible and you wasted probably 18, 20, 20, 22 years. Like if you have three kids, you got 20, 23 years, 25 years, and then all the last kid leaves the house when they turn 18 and go off to college and you're just looking at each other after a quarter of a century, don't even know who this person is. That could be a tough way to recover. Uh, what else? Financial differences? Man. Why are old people having financial differences? Y'all don't need no money growing apart or falling out of love, infidelity, lack of intimacy, less stigma, which is what is plaguing relationships today. The stigma surrounding divorce is all but gone. There's no more guilt. There's no more. Um, there's people that act like they're the only ones, but everybody getting divorced and predictability. Yes, predictability, definitely in the bedroom and all of that. Let's take you to a great, let's take you to a wonderful married couple that's probably going to end up there too. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game, Playing the ring game yeah. that he made, which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Leave my man alone to contribute to the day show. Dollar sign, the notorious CG8, Coach Greg Adams TV on Vimo, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat of the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. And it looks like my stream is froze up over there, but I don't know. I think you guys can still see it. Some people say, did the wife pull a con job on him? Interesting. Anthony D nine one says, I'm having trouble replaying your Patreon videos. I'm assuming they were probably from the period uh, right at January, February, where we were going exclusively on zoom and there was no reason, no, there was no ability for me to um, uh, pull them down uh, from Zoom to upload them. There was no ability, and it was a 
Um, I lost those accesses. So I'm assuming this is probably you're deep into the Patreon. So I would skip a couple of months and go down. <laughs> All right, let's go down. Skip those months, bro. All right, because you ain't getting those. And I cannot get them from Zoom. I cannot download them. So go further down the list. But the recent video should be very easy to play. The Probably the last eight, six to eight should be having no problems. All right. So the first six to eight that you'll see should be no problem. There's a middle one where there's probably five streams where we went directly to Zoom. That was problematic. And then probably everyone after that should be fine. Henry Resilient, Kevin, Kevin's wife warned him to quit his job or else. Good Lord, my Lord. I'm not happy. <laughs> Who thinks she's cheating on him? I mean, this is going to be a situation here. She could be cheating on him. I don't know. This is all alleged. All right. We got our brother here. Nargo Media just recently got divorced from my wife of three years. No contest divorce. Also got your book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Shout out to UCGA. Nargo Media. Are you going to get married again? Are you going to pull a Kevin Costner and get married for the second time doomsday? Right. It's a 67 percent chance that you're going to get divorced. You just went up from the 44 percent, 50 percent. You just went up and doubled down nearly 63. Did I say 67? I think it's 63 percent certainty. You got 36 measly months out of your milly mouth muskrat. <laughs> I hope it was good. And by the way. There's a key thing that you notice here about his divorce. He said it was non-contested. Why? Why was his divorce non-contested? All right. Uh, somebody says he wanted a younger man. Why was his divorce? Why was my man Nargo Media's divorce non-contested? Thank you for getting the book. All right. You could get it on Amazon. There you go. Slim KG. No kids. No kids. Marriages with no kids should be. <laughs> they probably didn't have a house. If they did, it was fairly relatively new. Okay. There was little investing in it. They probably didn't even get that far. Again, let me show you the marriage will. Let me show you the marriage will. One of the biggest ways to defeat the marriage will is to not go through the investment stage. No investment stage. So you they're still in the honeymoon period. No kids, no hatchlings, no property, uh, no field trips, no family, no time. Okay, nothing to fight over, <laughs> nothing to split up, and she has nothing to fight. In California, in California, that would be, she would get a year and a half of alimony in California. She would get a year and a half alimony tops. If, in fact, she said, I want some alimony, she would get a year and a half. Many women, they'll just move on. Okay, whatever, all right, $500 a month for uh, 16 months. Or 18 months, who cares? All right. Shout out to Evolve Reed. He says, paying tuition coach, the blue chip mindset book is the only thing I'm looking forward to. The evolution helped me understand the free agent lifestyle. I think it is. And it says, oh, the de-evolution helped me understand free agent lifestyle helped me to focus up. Shout out to you. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Shout out to you. All right. Rational rationality, alimony, child support should be called seed money. You know what I'm talking about. New, 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 new world order. It is seed money. Afi Kingdom, internationally traveling passport, bro, like the original one, King Afi. 
Salute, big bro. Blessings, sending positive energy. Much love. Shout out to you. And he's been here for a long time. Go see our brother, Afi. I, ha- I hung out with him last time he was in Vegas. All right. Appreciate you for being here, broski. All right. Let me check the apps, the cash app. We got our brother, Eugene Morgan, with a co-sponsorship. Oh, wait a minute. Co-sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. And he didn't say nothing. You didn't say Nathan. All right. And by the way, we do have a hater. All right. There was that. Uh, that was that curious, curious support that we got. And um, man, the haters were already active. <laughs> the haters are already active. Um, we have an investigator here on locals. Um, as you guys know, locals is a private community. It's supposed to be a private community. Yet we do have people using my private content to make public content. And it's somewhat of a shame. And, um, you know, there could be some drastic things that I can do, but I realize uh, a lot of my haters are really invested in me. So I don't know if that's hate or love, but I've monetized the hate. So what happens is what happens is we have a lot of private investigators, uh, content creators over there. They're watching me in my private streams and they're actually using our private streams to make public content. Right. But it is what it is. I, I, I can't do anything about it. But one of our people who do some digging, they actually when I we from this morning stream. From this morning stream, we had a very big sponsor. Now, our investigator has found out a hater already put a comment under one of those old videos from the sponsor. Mad that that person donated the amount of donation that they think was donated to me. They've already commented. They already said, why'd you give them that much money? Somebody screenshotted it and shared it with us on Locals. Yo, you cannot make this shit up. The dedication. Haters are dedicated, the most dedicated fans. Oh, there's actually a funny statement about about this. Um, Somebody, I don't know who I was watching. I want to say it was Joker from Better Bachelor. Um, He had a video talking about, maybe it wasn't, I don't remember who it was. But anyway... They were talking about Howard Stern and they said Howard Stern. uh, They said uh, our research shows that our biggest fans listen to Howard Stern's show for two and a half hours a day. They said their biggest fans listen to Howard Stern's show for two and a half hours a day. But their most haters, their haters listens to his show for the full three and a half hours. (laughs) Right. The people who are the most dedicated are the people who hate the most. Anyway, wonderful, wonderful, man. So that is the funniest thing. And I just, when I heard that, I'm like, ah, I see your most dedicated people. Yeah, they be pocket watching, man. That's crazy. And shout out to our man, Nargo, says he's not getting married again. Hey, we are into that. We're into that stage of my life where people can feel a shift. They can feel something powerful happen, happening. They know there's going to be a breakthrough. They know that if it if this continues even further, they're like, okay, it's going to be all bets are off. Okay, they're going to be like the Daily Wire is going to come calling. Rumble's going to come calling if he continues to be the king of kings. Something's happening, so they're paying attention. Have you noticed that? They know, they know CGA, because I'm at the point now, it's like, whoa. All right, I'm in there. They going, oh, we got to do whatever. 
All right, but shout out to the haters, man. We monetize y'all over here. Hey, and uh, it is what it is. They see it. <laughs> okay. What do we got? Macaroni Tony, he says, you had a brother getting misty-eyed and a knot in my throat from holding back the tears with the new dads posting their W's segment from last night. He says that was a dope addition, and it was great to even see all of these people, man, doing great things. I know I had to, I had to watch them before, so when I aired it y'all didn't see a tear with the tear in my eye yeah you ain't you ain't want to see that all right yeah man they it tells you that they've been working overtime i've been telling you a long time people been working overtime to take me down it's crazy all right <laughs> yeah you see it somebody's actually put in there all right uh what the person said they've been working overtime for years it's crazy shout out to my man jose he says she waited up until she got he got all that Yellowstone money. These hoes are shameless. Straight up jealousy. Kevin was getting better at his craft with age, and she was fading away. Wonderful assessment there. Wonderful assessment. See, Kevin Costner was doing well. He's about to take off. Me See, mostly men, uh, men get better with age. I'm just sorry. I know people don't like that. Actually, I'm not even sorry. Men get better with age. Men still have value. Men still be toiling away. Men will still work 20-hour days. Men will still put in the work. Men will still build value up until the 60s and 70s. That's what we do. We do that. Now, women peter out. They lose energy. They hit menopause. They age. Um, they don't have the, they don't, we're going to show you. They don't have the wherewithal to put in 60, 80, 80 hour weeks. They get sidetracked, side distracted, out flashes. All right. It is what it is. And then when they see it, they like, why, what? Why are you still want to work? Because I can. What do you want me to do? Sit up under you? Yep, they be getting sick, congested, depressed, disillusioned. And then you're out here just like, man, let me do what I do. Shit, I was born for this. Let me just plug away, man. Forget it. And they just cannot handle that shit. They just cannot handle that shit. Okay. Somebody said he commented on the 22-second video, six-year-old video. Why, weird shit, right? They cannot handle that shit. And this is the age gap issue that we're going to talk about later because why would I be a 40-year-old guy, get with a woman who's in her 40s, and then she only got like five years, good years to give, and then she's going to peter out, right? She's going to peter out. She's going to get menopause, premenopausal, get her premenopausal mustache, you know, get, get a little bit, um, you know, grumpy old woman on me. Pull the plug. I'm not happy. Be dr drinking wine and Xanax, you know, wanting to be treated like a princess and spoiled. Unreasonable expectations. You know what I mean? Like crazy shit. And then all of a sudden, I got to be with her from 50, 60, 70, just in case I don't want to die alone. She going to be with me. But dudes will still be hustling and grinding. Now, there are some dudes that'll be lazy lumps uh, and bumps on the log, but that's that ain't me. I'm going to still be getting after it. Somebody said, never stop, coach. Dude, there's no stop in me at all. And that's what people really don't like. They're like, we throwing everything at this dude. It is what it is. Yeah, I just, look, what, what else am I going to do? <laughs> like, what else am I going to do? I'm never the guy that's going to be like, I got enough money. I'll stop working. I won't. Because I always going to find my passion project and continue it because I like what I'm doing. I don't do it just for the money. Shout out to Jose. And uh, that assessment, which is absolutely true. He was getting better. He actually, Kevin Costner was proving that he won an Academy Award. What was his Academy Award for? 
Waterworld, I have no idea. Field of Dreams, okay? He got an Academy Award probably decades ago. He got an Academy Award decades ago, and this fool is still killing the game with the top-rated show. Oh, Dances with Wolves, was it? Waterworld, I don't know. Booty Guard? Booty Guard, it was Booty Guard. Damn, look at his resume. He's got Field of Dreams, Dances with Wolves, Booty Guard. All right, the only L he got is Waterworld, Dances with Skanks. Um, it was Field of Dreams. Dude, Field of Dreams, Booty Guard. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> you know that was a prawn movie back in the day when I was a when I was a teenager going through the adult film section of the uh, home video section, right? The home video neighborhood home video shop. You had to go behind that sheet. Oh boy, Booty Guard. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Booty Guard, and it was a black woman with a booty and a white dude. Bull Durham. All right. Uh, anyway, Robin Hood, this ninja got a crazy resume. The point of it is, is <laughs> the point of it is, is he got that award. How many years ago? 30. He got that year. He got that award 30 years ago. And guess what? He's still killing the game. He's still killing the game. That tells you, that tells you that dudes, your, your, your time is on your side. Time is on your side, man. It is a win-win. I don't understand. 1990, he got the award. Literally, 32 years ago, 33 years ago, he got his Academy Award. Time is on your side. This is why I don't understand lazy dudes. I don't understand it. I'm like, you already given up now? You're 32. Like, you just getting started. You're 32 years old. Like, you're still young. In, in, in man age, you're young. Man, get going. Dude, you still got, look, if you're 32 and you're miserable, I'm 32 years old, I ain't made it yet, and my reparations check ain't coming. Dude, you still got 35 years. You still got 35 years to make this shit happen. <laughs> right? But you already throwing in the towel, ninjas, man. Come on, man. Shout out to our boy, Brandon. He says, I'm a 26-year-old Jamaican guy in New Jersey. I was listening to a Little Wayne song called uh, Don't Get It back in 2008. At the end of the song, he started to flame Al Sharpton, calling him a sellout and a clown. I immediately started to sniggle and had to tell you. He says, take me out with that Uncle Earl out here. And uh, shout out to the boomers. I got money. Shout out to the true, true boomers in here. I'm going to get back to the show here. Thank you, brother, for the support. Y'all got to get after it. It is, dude, I'm telling you, man, 30s for a man is just getting started. Now, for women, unfortunately, ladies, I have some bad news. I do have some bad news. It's about to be a rap ski in terms of what you want to do in this world. Now, there are some exceptions to the rule. There are some exceptions to the rule, but there is a glass ceiling. You had your, you had your shit up front. Right. You had all of your prime and the free drinks and the entree and the get the hires, the jobs that you got. You had that. And if you were not an attractive woman, well, that's too bad. You got to blame God for that because you're just basically a, a man at that point. All right. You got to do you got to do it. But you're a man, but with short shelf, short shelf life. OK, but don't think you're going to be grinding it out at 50 and 55. <laughs> right. You're not going to do it. 
You're not going to want to do it. I'm going to show you here. But uh, don't be mad. You had your situation up front. Don't be wanting me to marry you, by the way. All right. I had some funny Gordito videos. I'm going to show you one real quick. Let's take it to it since it's Tuesday. Here we go. Let's see. All right. Let's take a look here. Uh, this is me at an amusement park with my girlfriend on a slow Tuesday. Let's go ahead and take a look, Ski. Uh, yeah, it was a rough ride. We got on this ride here. Oh, man. Lord, have mercy. It's a tough ride out here. Look at all that wiggle and jiggle. Look at her face. Oh, my goodness. I'm holding on for dear life. Look at the flatbacks. Oh, no. Look at it. Oh, my goodness. That looks like their bedroom is happening, man. Goodness, but it's going. Oh, man, look at all that belly. Tuck. That belly is tucked in. Look at how the first thing she does is jump on top of this girl. Oh, no. Just, what? Oh, the humanity. Man. Look at that. That's the Gordita Crunch right there. Oh, man, look at all that. Look at all that jelly. There's some flatbacks over there. They seem to be doing well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> this, this, this. They're the flatbacks right there, all right? Oh, man, this is terrible. Man, this is terrible, man. Oh, the humanity. You got to keep, man, you got to be careful out here. So let's get to this part of the show. What a show already. Let's talk about solipsism. All right. Solipsism. This is a term that you hear from some of the greatest scientific, um, scientific red pillars. I'm not a scientific red pillar. I'm a statistics red pillar. All right. I'm like, beat me on the statistics. All right. I don't know nothing about that science, but solipsism is a typically a trait attract, uh, attached to people who have maybe borderline personality disorder, narcissism. These are all terms that we sling around, but solipsism comes from a person who is very self-centered and or selfish. They destroy kids. That's a part of solipsism. Uh, they can have borderline personality disorders, and um, um, they can have actually the um, other one that begins with a B, which is slipping my mind, bipolar, bipolarism. And typically, statistically, these are traits. These are mental illnesses attached to primarily women like the numbers are like 70 80 90 percent most of the cases are going to be attached to women this will lead to solipsism which means they are only thinking of themselves they cannot think of others and if they're in an emotional state combined with that and or an addict or in a desperate situation they will double or triple down on solipsism all right and so let's take a look at some examples of this and here's an example allegedly of somebody who uh, is definitely in, in dire straits here, and she's going to show no remorse and solipsism at the same time. This is a small video, but, um, and let me see if I can, let me see if I can make it larger. Nope, I cannot, but uh, we'll play it. Here we go. Oh, hey, you never answered me about my car. I screamed my so how do I get my car? Well, your car is told. That's what? Sorry about the audio. It's very low. Here we go. Your car is total. 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 Right. Okay. So I'm talking about it. You don't. So I don't go to school tomorrow. Is what you're telling me? No, ma'am. All right. And so this is a police officer. 
the body cam footage is rolling. This woman is impaired. We don't know what she's impaired with. She's either impaired with drugs or alcohol. And now she has deleted two people via vehicular manslaughter. And now when you actually add on top of it being impaired, uh, DUI, DWI, and that she's totaled her vehicle, her only concern, her only concern is that she can get to school tomorrow. Now she's asking the officer, can I get to school? And the officer saying, no, um, your car is totaled, meaning it's damaged. And let's continue from there. Let me be honest with you. You go to jail, you don't have a bond, you kill two people a night. I don't think you understand that. You do not have a bond, you are not getting out of jail. Your car is property of East Peoria Police Department because it's a crime scene. They killed two people tonight. You are clueless with that, clearly. I've already explained this to you. You're going to jail for reckless homicide tonight. You're going to jail for aggravated DUI for killing two people. That's what's going on. So now you're not going to school tomorrow. You're not getting your car out of impound. All right, so now uh, with that thorough explanation, I thought the officer was very, very good in establishing that thorough explanation and says there's no school for you tomorrow. You have no bond. You're going to be in jail. You're probably going to be in jail for longer than tomorrow, maybe potentially your life. You've deleted two people via vehicular homicide and reckless driving. You're not going to school. Her next answer is what about Tuesday? Mm. Of course, she's impaired. But she skips over the fact that she deleted two people. She needs to go to school on Tuesday night school, too. Okay. A little bit difficult to watch. All right. But this is a little bit of narcissism, if you will, if you just could skip over the fact that um, she's deleted two people. Let's continue. Did you just hear what I just told you? You said I'm not going tomorrow. I'm talking about Tuesday. Did you hear what I said? You that said you going to jail tomorrow. Did you, you're going to jail right when we're down here? Yes. Did you understand what I told you? You killed two people tonight? Yeah. So I'm just wondering when I can go to school. Listen, there's not a, that much impairment. Listen, listen. I'm not an expert on, on, um, on uh, drugs and alcohol. I'm not. There's not that much impairment. You would get sobered up. You should probably get sobered up when you hear that you massacred and took two people's life. You know what I mean? Like, this is called do not kill my high, right? So now you're trying to see that she's playing mentally impaired. She's playing drunk. There's no way in the world she is this uh, uh, zooted. There's no way in the world she's that zooted. And in fact, she looks very alert to me. She doesn't look like she's spinning like she's off center. But again, I'm not an expert on substance abuse. Well, let's go here. I think she's playing dumb and co being completely selfish. Let's continue. Okay. Good. Look at this piece of work right here. Okay. You got the face only a mother can love. So she received a 14-year prison sentence. So let's go ahead and give that a round of applause. At least there was that. 14-year prison sentence, and um, there's a little bit more to add. Your own body camera being completely careless about killing two people tonight. You could care less. That's sad and pathetic and horrible all at the same time. Can you say that as a cop? Yes, ma'am, I care. Okay, so can I ask? All right, and so I think the, the fact that she has the wherewithal to say, can you say that to me as a cop? That means she thoroughly understands the situation that she's in. She's not under any 
impairment at that point. She knows she's playing, she's playing the guy for a fool and hoping, hoping that he loses his mind based on her reaction, her lack of remorse for taking two people's life. She's hoping that he does something to her that she can now make a case to give her her freedom. I'm pretty sure. Let's take you to another curious case of some solecism. And we'll go to a, a body cam footage of a woman getting pulled over for impairment. Another one. Very, very common. Lots of videos on YouTube of people getting pulled over for drunken driving. Sad case when there's Ubers and Lyfts and all kind of stuff. You can take Uber Eats home. I don't have it on me, but I know my driver's license. Why don't you have your license on yet? I forgot it. Can I call my mom? No, ma'am. There's no reason to call your mom. Slurred speech. Uh, she got several things going. What's she balling now? Yep. What are you upset about? I just want my mom. Oh, yeah. When all else fails, crack out the tears. Okay, so this is all bullshit. Okay, this is all bullshit. This is all manipulative tactics, and it's all centered around bipolarism and borderline personality, narcissism, and solipsism, without a doubt. You knew it was coming. Now you want your mama. You want your mama. All right, and now there's after the laughter they'll be tears by the way my philosophy on tears and women crying i never believe it i never believe it you i i don't fall for it at all <laughs> okay now this is a hard line that i draw against people but if you're an adult tears don't count <laughs> if you're an adult tears don't count okay if you got to go and uh you can't deal with tears now, if you're a teenager and adolescence, tears don't count. Not for not in my freaking book. All right. And the reason why I do that is because you got to draw a hard line against manipulation. So what I do is I it's kind of like what, how I treat homeless. I have a no money homeless policy. I don't give a shit what their sob story is. I have a no money policy. Never. You're never getting a dime from me. I don't give a shit what you tell me. I don't care if you had your wallet and you had $50 in your pocket and you needed $60 worth of gas. I don't give a shit. All right. And I do that as to protect myself, as to not waste my time trying to just figure out if this is real or fake. Is this dude finessing me or not? Uh, 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 I don't waste my time. I just keep it walking. Nope. It's automatic. I don't even think about it. Tears are for eight and under, indeed. And so when it comes to women and crying adult women, it's an automatically, I don't give a fuck. It's an automatic, I don't give a fuck. All right? Uh, suck it up, buttercup, and let's get back to what the problem is, not these goddamn tears, all right? That's what it is, <laughs> okay? That's what it is. I don't give a shit about them tears. Now, let's get back to what the point was. You finished crying? You finished crying? Okay. You finish, let's get back to the point. So that's my philosophy when it comes to adult women in tears. I treat them like homeless. I never give you a dime. All right, so here we go. Well, but, 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 but my ass, all right? <laughs> but, but, but nothing. All right, let's continue. Why does that not, why, okay, when you smoke or when you drink alcohol or anything that is intoxicating, okay, you can't operate the vehicle. No, when that yeah, intoxication I was parked gets when to, I smoked. Huh? I was parked when I smoked. But immediately, oh, after like, you're I, driving. Can't, I can't, yeah. I can't. Oh, my mommy. You're fine. You're 21. I love it. Did you hear the female cop? Did you hear the female cop? That's exactly. See, I know y'all think I'm cold as ice, but that female cop said exactly what I said. 
I want to call my mommy. And the female cop said, you're fine. You're 21. You're an underage 21. You're 21 years old. You're an adult. You're fine, mother sucker. All right. And that's exactly how that's the hard line you got to take against people using emotions to manipulate you. Nope, there ain't no emotions. And there's very little thorough explanation that I need to be saying here. All right. You violated. This is your penalty. Let's get what it is. And so the, the female cop even said it. You're fine, bitch. No tears. I have my cousin's gun on me. Pardon me? I've got a gun, yep. Let go of it! Let go of it! Let go! I might be pregnant, too. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. This woman whipped out. <laughs> Jesus. I haven't watched this video. Now she might be pregnant, ninjas. This is why you don't hashtag believe all women. Now she got a gun, her cousin's gun, that she doesn't want to give up. Now she might be pregnant. <laughs> this is exactly why I draw a hard line when it comes to dealing with women. I know a lot of y'all don't and can't, okay? But I draw a hard line. I draw a hard I ain't playing your games. I ain't playing your games. Pile driver. <laughs> All right, you violate it, pile driver. Because they're going to use everything. And I showed you that other lady. Now she's pregnant with twins. Nah, hard line. She, she's trying to use everything and it ain't working. All right, you, you have a driver's license? I don't have it on me, but I know my driver's license. Uh, Why don't you have your license on yet? I forgot it. Can I call my mom? No, ma'am. There's no reason to call your mom. Slurred speech. Uh, she got several things going. What's she balling now? Yep. What are you upset about? I just want my mom. Why does that have to, why, Okay. When you smoke or when you drink alcohol or anything that is intoxicating, okay, you can't operate the vehicle. Okay. No, when that yeah, intoxication gets when to... I smoked. Huh? I was parked when I smoked. But immediately oh, after like, I can't, right. I can't, Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't catch that. So she was smoking something. She was smoking a substance, substance but now she's pregnant. Mm. She was smoking something. That's why she got caught. But she's pregnant? Nah. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. This is why you don't believe them. She's smoking the weed out, but now she's pregnant when she's getting tossed to the ground. And they were handling her with kid gloves. I would have wanted a knee around the carotid artery just for a temporary time. You know? You're fine. You're 21. I have my cousin's gun on me. Pardon me? I've got a gun, yep. Get my go of it! Let go of it! Let go! I might be pregnant I don't know. I might be pregnant too. I don't know. Uh, let me guess. Jorge, Jose, little puppet. All right. Little puppet has a baby on the way. Pookie. All right. Let me guess. All right. This is crazy. Absolutely insane. And a little bit one more right here. A little bit of narcissist. This woman's video. Oh, goodness. Look at this. This girl got her whole titties out. Let me put this up. What is going on with ladies, man? Like, who records their videos like this? Hey, yay, yay. And why is it always that something they have it out? Everybody's like, she got her whole ass out. She got her titties out. She got her lips out. She got her hair out. She got her feet out. She got her knees out. Her ankles are out. But she definitely got them saggy old soggy flapjacks out, too. All right, but uh, let's get to what she has to say. She's going to talk about women using men. She's kind of going to make a great point. Guys, do not fall for this. Let's hear what she has to say. Here we go. 
y'all about to be real mad at this. Ladies, you know how we be pointing the finger at men, like they're the bad guys, but we don't take accountability for our own stuff? Yeah, we're going to take accountability today. You know when you're down, not feeling too good about yourself, and you hit up that one guy, you know, the reliable one, the one that compliments you, gives you the attention you want? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. You're just using him to feed your ego. You're just using him to get up again because you know once you're up, it's a dub for him. And that's not fair. Because after that, you want to call him crazy when you know damn well you messed with his head. Mm, Y'all about to be real mad at this. All right. And so this is some only stuff women will understand. Men, this is called the friend zone. All right. This is called the friend zone. Do you ever get calls from women and they're always like, oh, I just broke up with my boyfriend. He stopped calling me. He's acting fool. He's acting funny. We had a fight. Okay. And they have you there to uh, comfort her and have a shoulder to cry on and tempt and come over and say, I'll come over. And then she'll jump in your bed. Oh, just let's cuddle. Let's cuddle and kiss and make out. All right. Oh, I'm on my period. Oh, you know, and then they gas you up. And then all of a sudden, then you start pursuing because you believe these are choosing signals. You're next up to bat. You're ready to go in the orbit. And then she tosses you to the side, goes back and swaddles Chad or Jose or Hector's or Pookie Seed. Goes back and gets throttled face down, ass up. This is what happens. And she's calling out the behavior of usury. Usury, using men for attention and or to recover from a bad situation, normally centered around relationships. So the relationship goes south and then she goes on to what she's insinuating is women using men and then then getting him interested and then calling him a stalker, calling him crazy, saying he doesn't get the idea. I don't really like him like that. He really wants to sleep with me. He tried to take advantage of me, blah, blah, blah. And so that's what she's actually showing you there. And she's calling the ladies out. But I wanted to share it with you because this is another manipulative tactic. Yes, the emotional tampon. And so this is emotional tamponism. You're the emotional tampon, the dependable, reliable guy. And that guy thinks he's the next up to bat, but he don't have a chance. All right, watch out for these solipsist, solipsism and narcissists and somewhat mentally draining manipulative tactics that people use against men and they're using your desire for sex to dangle in front of you they're dangling the carrot and acting what Plaus plausible deniability as well is a part of this somebody said you're welcome coach what happened all right oh she's self-projecting um what happens is plausible deniability plays a part in this as well. So what will happen is she will say, I don't know why he wants to sleep. I don't know why he would think I like him. I don't know why he, but she's texting him. She's conversating with him. She's calling him. She's FaceTiming him. She's coming over at late now hours with her booty shorts on and her soggy titties out. And then, you know, she's standing next to you. She's crying on your shoulder. She's boohooing. She's igniting all of those things that you are interested in. And then all of a sudden she's pulling it away. Ah, oh, well, and then when you call and text her first thing in the morning, good morning, honey. Well, I don't know why he's, I don't know why he, I don't know why he's, he's just talking to me. He's he, now he wants to know who I'm talking to. <laughs> That's called plausible deniability, right? She didn't, she's getting a result that she claims she didn't intend to get, but she knows that it's not that hard to figure out. You bring them soggy titties over there. I'm going to want to see them. 
I'm going to want to see them. You know, I might talk about them. I might go, I might go, I need some syrup for them flapjacks. I might say there's a lot more stretch mark than I anticipated, but I'll put, whip them on out. Whip them soggy old things out. I'll do it. <laughs> and then won't block his number. Yep, won't block his number. Because she needs him. He's reliable. He's dependent. So six months down the line, after she gets in another argument and fight, here she goes again. It is crazy. All right, so let me get to the Super Chats here, catching up with you, brothers. Thank you for the support. We got our man Royal Scott. Great divorce equals no caregiver wife duties. Indeed, she might even know that. She sees you getting old, and she's like, nah. But I did see a wonderful couple. I did see a wonderful couple in the store the other day, and he was in one of them uh, buggy carts. They were old. They were like late 70s, early 80s, and um, he was in a buggy. And he had a hat on, too. He had a fedora and shit, and it's Mr. Rogers sweaters. He had a Mr. Rogers sweater, and uh, he was in a buggy, and um, and the wife was walking with a cane, and they were holding hands. I was like, oh, If it isn't love, <laughs> why do I feel this way? I was like, look at that shit. I should have took a picture. I was like, it's possible. One in a million. You're one in a million. All right. But she might look at it and be like, nah, I ain't changing his motherfucking diaper. There ain't no way. <laughs> All right. And she want to skedaddle. She out of there. She out of there. Nah, man, I ain't getting soft. But I was like, look at that. She look at that. All right. We got uh, gaming text says ACGA about the girl from yesterday who had tattoos on her upper chest and upper thigh. My question is, why would you let a strange man tattoo? Yeah. A strange man that tattoo you touch you for. Uh, such a long time in so many intimate areas. Also, now we can't raise our future kids and tell them not to get tattoos. So that's an L. Exactly. So if you get with her and you be like, don't get a tattoo like your mommy. Well, they're going to be like, mommy, look at you. Um, um, <laughs> uh, the intimate areas of that women get tattoos on. It, it's, it's very interesting. The, the covert tattoos, or as I could say, the, uh, the, the tattoos that she doesn't that you don't see many times uh the tattoo artist got very much a lot of time around that area a lot more time than she claims any other man has gotten around there sometimes they date these tattoo artists okay sometimes they give these tattoo artists access to them after the fact all right and sometimes they don't even pay for these tattoos so they might insinuate hey can you tattoo my cootie cat and then they're assuming that the tattoo artist is a horn dog that just the access around the cootie cat will get him to give up a free tattoo. Yeah. Mm. It's a sad thing. And I know many, I got a great fan, uh, not a fan, a great brother of the coach gang. We call them coach gang members, not fans. Great. The haters are fans. <laughs> okay. We got coach gang member. I met at a Raiders game, bumped it to me. And he was like, yo, are you coach Greg Adams? He's a tattoo artist out here in Las Vegas, and he says, I agree, I agree with everything you say, but I got to stick up for my sisters who get tattoos, so I appreciate him uh, for being honest, and I said, no big deal, this is no big deal, he, he, he doesn't mind it, all right, but um, men are considered supposed to be actually, like, lucky to get access to booty cheeks, cootie cat, ankles, pedussy, um, you know, all these areas, titties, roses on titties, 
So we're supposed to be like, as a tattoo artist, another woman wants a tattoo on her soggy titty. All right, let's go. I'm supposed to give it to you for free for touching on your soggy areas. No, I mean, no, I want business. Give me that money. You about the 511 woman that came in here trying to give me the tattoo, your cootie cat. Now, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to give every woman a free tattoo so I can smell your pudussy all night while I'm, you know, changing my colors of inks. No. <laughs> yeah, give me the loop. Give me the loop. I'm a bad, bad. No, man. Shout out to Brown 310 representing. 310, Abel returns to Eden. Saddest scene, 60-year-old man pushing a stroller. Yeah. I'll be damned. All right, I'll be damned if I will be having children at an old advanced age. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And if I happen to get caught up, you know, um, you know, vasectomy style, and um, if I happen to get caught up, when I what I will tell her, I'm saying that's your freaking baby. All right. Do not I'm not on diaper duty. Hell no. All right. If you pull the I'm not happy, you're gonna be not happy like a mother sucker. All right. Shout out to let me see if I can get uh check on what's happening on Bimo. I ain't pushing no damn stroller, man. Hell no. I saw I I saw what I thought was an older man that had a um kid, but I think it was the father. It was a woman in her 40s, right? But um and with a young child. And I think it was her father. I was going to say, if that's the daddy, sheesh. El Santo says, we support you, coach. Here's my contribution. God bless and free agent lifestyle for life. That's not a contribution. That's a sponsorship. I'm rich, Shout out to you. Thank you for the support. You guys are supporting the message. All right. Yeah. And we have the Lion Empire legal. All right. So shout out to the haters supporting and sponsoring all week long. What age would you consider too old to have a baby? All right, let me see. Just do the math, man. Look, just think about how old you want to be playing catch outside. And not just playing catch, playing drop, because your kids is not going to be able to catch the damn ball for a couple of years. Okay, not until your kid ain't probably, unless your kid's a stud athlete, your kid ain't going to be able to catch the ball till they like eight, nine, ten. <laughs> and you out there whipping the ball outside in the hot ass humidity in Augusta. Okay. And the kid can't catch the ball. The ball hitting the kid eye. Kid can't catch a football. They clapping it. The ball going right through their hands. You like, what the what's wrong with this damn kid? <laughs> Dropping. All right. Can you go play catch with me, daddy? No, we could go play some drop. All right, let's go. All right, you out there, he just, uh, <laughs> by the time they 12, all right, your kid kind of be good about maybe like 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12. He said, time to play soccer, 10, 11, 12. So 10, 11, 12, your kids start to might be able to do it. If you're lucky, guys, if you have a kid that's just a math athlete, we call them a mathlete. If your kid's a mathlete picking boogers and whatnot, oh man, you really going to be mad. Wow. Damn. How did, how's your day? How's your day, son? He's sitting there like this. All right. Wow. All right. The correlation between photosynthesis and the, yeah, you like, shit, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you got the math lead, the quiz math lead. Oh, shit. Come on. So by math fair. Oh, shit. 
adults. <laughs> They're like this. You're like, you're in your 50, 58 years old, like looking at your son, like, damn. <laughs> Everybody talking about, damn, my kid scored four points. He scored four goals in, in the football game today. Oh, my man was out there. My son was at the AU program. Mikey Williams. Your son walk out. He take his glasses off. He take his glasses off. Oh, I'm tired of this map today. He get up and he start flying, flying like Peter Pan. I can fly. 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 He start tippy toeing around like this. He's <laughs> sitting there like, Nick. Damn. I just had to have another one. Huh? Look at this shit. Look at this motherfucker. Oh, him. Daddy. I'm him. I'm him mad at me. Him don't like when I tippy toe around. Him don't like that I can fly. Daddy, daddy, he come out with a two two on and shit after finishing this math project. <laughs> he come out sashay, Shante. Him, him, him don't like. <laughs> he come out with pink, half pink hair, half purple hair, talking about he non binary and uh fifty eleven Jimmer. You be like, hey son, how they going? Don't call me son. Call me them they. You're like, I'll be damned. Now you could have had an easy ass life, ninja. You could have just, you could have just, <laughs> you could have just coasted on life. You could have been sailing, takes me away. You could have had a boat, a yacht. You could have, oh, this is what you could have been, guys. This is what you could have been, right? Instead, you wanted to have kids at 52. All right. And he walking around with a tutu. Meanwhile, this is me and my homeboys. Where is it at? Where is it at? I, 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 oh, here it is. Hey, guys. White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one, her name is something Cohen. A.M. Cohen. Yeah. You could have had a boat. You could have been out there listening to your best country all-star, Luke Bryan. Morgan Wallen, you could have had your beer, not a Bud Light. You could have had your whole Coors Light with a pocket full of junior college chicks all on your boat. Flatbacks, soggy, yacht, sloppy yogurt, sisters, Latinas, shaking a Brazilian booties. You could have been out there legendary tricking. Tricking on a legendary level. That's what your ass could have been doing. Instead, you watching, I can fly, I can fly, I can fly, I can fly. Mm. You watching your mathlete prance around the house. Talking about they, them. Sucking Cheetos off his fingers like this. Mm. <laughs> All right, you could have had the Henny on deck. And rented a yacht and had you a whole good ass weekend. But guess what? He said, watching the wiggles. <laughs> you had to have your kids at 52. And now you in the game until 72. 72. 70. He watching makeup tutorials. <laughs> he watching Jeremy's Jeremy Star, whatever his name is. He like, oh, coach, look at this video. Jeremy Star. You like, look at this ninja. Like, oh man, what is this shit, man? Who, Yo, man, I'm going to block this shit. Block. Do not suggest no more. 
Mm-hmm. Like, man, did you do push-ups this morning? What the hell? Watching this shit. All right. Anyway, yo, hey, it is what it is, y'all. Y'all got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Drink it well. Yo, you got to do what y'all got to do out here. Let's get back to the show, man. Goodness, this show is already off the rails. This is the evening service. This is the evening service. Uh, What is this here? Is this it? Oh, it is it. So choose wisely what y'all want, man. Y'all better make y'all decisions very wisely. Uh, Penalties for dads who step up. Man, let's go back to the stepdads here. This goes the same as stepdads, too. Don't be a 50-year-old dude that gets with a woman who has a, like an 8-year-old son. Don't do it. it. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it, but think long and hard. Pause. All right. And so allegedly, check, take a look at this. I don't know why this is zoomed in so much. Uh, take a look at this. <laughs> here we go right here. There, There's a brother right there, 18-year-old arrested after he allegedly shot his stepfather during an argument about doing the dishes. Another testimony here. I know this is cherry picking, uh, but it gets it's getting kind of hectic out here. Uh, officers in Louisiana, again, Louisiana, responded to calls after a shooting around 1030 a.m. Ain't this ninja in this school? Upon arriving at the scene, they found that Shamichael Sh- Michael Jones has shot his stepfather in the leg with a shotgun after he refused to help wash the dishes and clean his room. The stepfather was treated at the hospital and is expected to recover. Jones was charged with second-degree aggravated battery. As you can see, that boy going nowhere fast. All right, come on, man. Take a look. I mean, take a look. Take a look. I mean, come on, man. Body by hostess. I think, I think, look at the sun coming through my show now. It's what happens when I might have to push it back an hour, the show, or blacking out my back curtain here. All right, this is a time change. We're getting longer days. So now I got the sun shining on Coach. Haters mad, too. Look at that sun shining on me. God shining on me right now. God shining. All right. All right, so uh, what do we got here? Uh, We got stepdaddy stepping up, and all you get is a bullet to the quad or the lower extremities. It's crazy here. All right, let's take you to this woman here. Remember when I was telling you, and I might get a copyright for this, but remember when I was telling you, ladies, meow, 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 meow. That's what I should hear from you, and that's the most that I should hear from you. I should be hearing meow, meow. All right, let's take you to it. Doja Cat knows what to do here. She's probably part of the junior college, and uh, she might be crazier than Catnip. But let's take you to Doja Cat on the red carpet of some event. I think it's the Met Gala. Apparently, she knows <laughs> she knows how to treat a man. Here she is. Let's play it. Fair use. Tell me all about this. Wow. I mean, who? Wait. So who made it? Wow. Wow. Okay. So something a little different. So, what was your inspiration for tonight? Be honest. Her body's on point with me and go into detail so what are you excited to see in there today is it your first met i'll see you in there 
Well, it is time for us to send it. This is the part of the show where we send it. I can't tell you, gentlemen. I'm trying to hold the line. I'm trying to give you guys instructions. I'm trying to tell y'all what to look out for. Even Martin Luther, even Martin Luther has to stare Martin Lutherly. We can't take these bras seriously. Martin got double duty today. <laughs> I'm still folding. I'm still folding. I'm just letting you know. I'm a, I'm still going to fold it up. But somebody said only for Brad. Only for Brad. Would she do that if your brother ass was around? If your black ass was around? Would she meow for you? All right. Uh, only for Brad. This is not even a Chad. This is definitely a Brad. Let's, let's do it one more time. I mean, who wait? So who made it? Wow! Wow! Ladies, I just have to say, I just have to say, this might not be a bad idea. I'm looking at this. Um, I don't know, ladies. Can you can you pull this off? <laughs> is this is this probably somebody said that's her handler? Yeah, you know, new 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 world order. Oh man, look at her face too. Man, the humiliation that they put these people to to keep the bag, the humiliation rituals that they put these people through to keep her bag is outrageous. People always want to know, coach, you coach, you um, you want to um, you want to get a Hollywood show? I do not. Nope. No, I'm staying on streaming platforms, YouTube, Rumble. All right. All right. I want the bag, Spotify. All right. All that. Sit in the bag over there. I don't want no daytime TV show. This is crazy. Doja Cat out here meowing, meow mixing for y'all. What a world. Okay. Do we have a super chat? Nope. So we're going to keep the show going. Let me refresh this screen over here, though. Let me refresh this screen. My screen, my stream was frozen over there. All right. Hold on for a second. Oh, they can't find the streaming services. Everything all right over on the Notorious channel? Okay, it is. All right. What are we doing here? Generation debt, generational debt. We're going to get to that. And then age gaps. Let's talk about uh, what happens here. Uh, if you missed it, we covered the Kevin Costner story up front. So um, that's a rarity, but it was breaking news. Let's get to the generations of debt um, and how this affects your relationships. One of the things we talk about in terms of dating is age, right? But when we talk about age, we should all co also consider how these people's financial positions are and their habits before you mate them. So as early as age 22, women get into a lot of learning about finances. Many of them never really learn. And some of them can get in a lot of trouble. We're going to share you three stories here of people who cannot take care of their finances. Then the bad part about it is that when they get into a bad pickle, they then might want to get into mate selection, settling down. But it's too late. You're going to be assuming that. And this also can happen from women selecting men as well. So this is not exclusive to just women, although we know women are great consumers and do get in deeper debt than, than men. This can happen vice versa. A man can ruin a woman's credit really quickly. All right, so um, let's get into this right quick. Um, let's pop this on the screen. And she's going to talk about her carelessness towards debt. Young people of Generation Z, living lavish lifestyles play it up fair use 
the world economy is in free fall, on the brink of recession. But 20-year-old Amanda Nabulsi couldn't care less. First of all, they said this is a 20-year-old woman. Where? This is a 20-year-old woman? This woman looks 26, 27, pushing 30. She's 20, pushing 30. I don't see 20. I mean, the 20-year-olds I'm around, they don't look like this. Let's continue. How much do you spend a week on your credit card? Oh, 1500 And you don't blink at that? Not at all. Nothing. It's a lot of money. It's all right. <laughs> it's happiness. Sugar daddy paying for this. Amanda's typical of Generation Y, those aged between 18 and 28. She still lives at home. Ah, there we go. So remember, there was a guy here. He's a great supporter. I don't want to be belittling him, but he came in and said, hey, uh, pe people that live at home, they save money. Nope. No, they don't. Not women. Has no bills to pay. She earns $35,000 a year and happily blows every cent. Don't look at the price, really. If you love it, you love it. That's it. Get it. Don't have hesitations about it. Don't have second thoughts. What, whack it on the card? Yeah, <laughs> and pay it off later. It's like a take-home lay-by. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Today, look, at, look at that goofy-ass hat. Oh, my goodness. Hey, she's unleashing a brand-new credit card. Limit $5,000. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> she got a, she got a nice, she's a, she's one of the, she's kind of poggish. She headed to pog territory if she's 20. All right, not bad, though. Her age group is now known as Generation Debt, owing a staggering $60 billion. Are there any coins or notes in your wallet? Five cents. <laughs> and underpinning their attitude is a naive confidence everything will be okay. What do you think older generations think about your attitude to spending? We spend too much money. They, that's what they think. I get told off by old ladies about, you know, you're spending too much money. I mean, that's my concern, not anyone else's concern. Where I'm heading has got to do with me. It's got nothing to do with anyone else. You know, it's my bill. It's my debt. I'll deal with it. Uh, that She's not going to deal with it. She's just going to find somebody to dump it in their lap, all right, and uh, wait and pray for a simp or a that's you moment. And that's you. And so this is when we talk about age gaps. Typically, this could happen if for especially Generation Y, Generation Debt, Generation Z. You guys are going to inherit if you wait for if you turn 30 and you wait for women that are 30. This is what's waiting for you. This right here. OK, now, is it always going to be the case? No, but you better do some deep diving into her behaviors her habits her finances. Women, too. Same thing for men. Better do a deep dive. Before you get involved with them, because you're going to realize you're paying for something that um, that uh, that that she none of this shit is going to matter in the future. Let's continue. And if I can't afford it, I'll just you know, go bankrupt. <laughs> no, you're going to go see daddy. That's who that's what you're going to go see. Him, daddy. She knows this is going to be sugar daddy life. She's going to be getting throttled by older men. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> This is a generation which is only going to know debt and no assets, and that's an extremely dangerous combination for an economy facing a global recession. The world financial crisis has been caused by debt. Why does Gen Y keep spending? Because it's just like having a car accident. You only stop driving irresponsibly after you've hit the wall. This is my life, babe. This is 
This is 70 grand's worth of debt. 21-year-old Zoe Zirkler has hit the wall. My goodness. Okay, so they're using terminology in the red pill. So the wall doesn't not only apply to biological, which the wall always applied to biological. Not only does it apply to looks potentially, now we have a financial wall. That's going to be a new one. I don't know if anybody has uh, quoted that in the red pill space, but hitting the financial wall, we're actually going to go ahead and make that a stream. This woman is 21 years old with $70,000 worth of debt. She hit the financial wall. This is why I don't understand this idea of waiting to women until they're 28, 30, 32, 40, 40. Because you know they don't hit the wall. You know they broke. You know they, they got they're in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. There's no way in hell that she's not in a bind. 75% of women make $50,000 or less. Another thing, this is why you hear a lot of women saying, I want a man that has this. I want a man that has that. Why? She maxed the fuck out. That's why. That is why she wants a guy that has this and she wants to wait until you're the CEO. Yep, they in the junior college. Guys, they're in the junior college for sure. All right, let's continue. Big time. There's an 11 grand personal owner, 9 grand TV, 10 grand car. There's, there's a 2 grand credit card. There's a $1,000 credit card. Just three, three years out of school, Zoe's on the brink of bankruptcy. This folder is my life. This is who I am. What I do, this is this is me. And she's staring down that debt barrel every day. What do I tell you, man? They can live with getting sued. They can live with a car total, insurance suing them, lawyers, child support. They can uh, have IRS following their ass. They can have a whole eviction, three months back rent, two, three, four months car payment missing. And they wake up every damn day staring down that barrel. And then they have the nerve to walk outside and flip their hair at you when you walk up to them to talk to them. They have the nerve to look you up and down. And they're staring down the barrel of financial debt. And they have the nerve to judge you. <laughs> You're sitting there like, wow. It is absolutely insane. Look at this woman. She's staring down this 21 years old and probably 60 cent in her bank account. Hey. 70 grand's worth of debt. On a supermarket salary of about $35,000, Zoe bought a car, a PlayStation, a state-of-the-art laptop, two huge televisions, and much more, all on credit. When you look at all this paperwork, $70,000 worth of debt, what do you think? Why? Why was I so stupid? Well, we're going to end that right there. You guys can catch that video. Um, check this out. Why was you so stupid? Guys, this is why women should get married or earlier. All right. I will, we'll get divorced. I don't want to do it. I want to live it up. No, you don't deserve to. Barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> Barefoot and pregnant. Push out these babies. Because this is what their life turns into. Then they got a nerve to be like, I'm looking for a man. No. You don't have no criteria. You don't have no selection. You need help. Okay, you need significant help. How about this one right here? We'll show you this. Um, oh, by the way, we'll show you a little bit of this. Let me see if I can line it up. 
Oh, yeah, it's a short video. I'm going to line it up. Now, this is the uh, other side of the argument is to when you say, okay, go get a job. Go get a job. Okay, they go to these corporate jobs where they can act like they're working in the go play office. And then this is what it turns into. Taking social media by storm called Bare Minimum Mondays. You've heard of Summer Fridays, taking it easy at the end of the week. But Bare Minimum Mondays are all about easing into the work week. Okay, so we got bare, what was it, Friday? Take it easy Friday, bare minimum Monday, four-day work week, four-day school week. Welcome to bare minimum Monday. Do the bare minimum advice you probably won't hear at work. And what's your bare minimum Monday? Bare minimum Mondays, a term coined by TikTok content creator Marissa Mays for easing into the work week, prioritizing self-care over productivity. I don't see one male. I don't see one male in this bare minimum Monday. Where are the men? So they're working 3.25 days. They're working three and a quarter days. That's what they're doing. How they going to pay off their debt? The hashtag bare minimum Mondays racking up more than 2 million views. I'm very familiar with hustle culture and the grind and doing everything all the time. So to have a mindset, to have a, a system to kind of give yourself a little bit of a break, um, I really resonated with that. Physical therapist Logan Lynch decided she wouldn't take any patients on Mondays. I have been trying to put into place boundaries around my work and knowing that it's okay to take a little extra rest time. Mother of one and entrepreneur Juliana Walker says the bare minimum Monday strategy has helped her be more intentional with her time. I started getting migraines on Mondays. <laughs> I start getting migraines on Mondays only. On Mondays. This is the fall of the United States, guys. This is how it's going down. This is where we're going. Nobody wants to pull their, they don't, nobody wants to do with their, their part. We're what we got to send it, man. Nobody wants to. Well, my self care and my mental health, man. If you don't get your ass to work, come on, hustle culture. Oh, and then they sitting on top of debt, they sitting on top of debt. Like, how, how, and I was overworking myself and burning myself up into the ground. So that's when I started scheduling doctor's appointments. Remember when I told you they're gonna peter out. They're going to work. They're going to work hard from 18 all the way to 35 and then migraines peter out. They ain't working to 55, 60 like that. Nope. Cuts. Getting my nails done. I think what I'm seeing at least is a trend that started with quiet quitting. And now we've got bare minimum Mondays and a big push towards a four day work week. It clearly is an indication that people are burned out and trying to find ways to re-energize themselves while doing the thing that they have to do earn a paycheck no 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 see what you're gonna do is when you're you're gonna not you're, you're not gonna be at work you're gonna be spending money all right you're gonna be further in the debt people don't see this coming but let's get it according to a gallup poll 68 percent of gen z and younger millennials reported feeling stressed overall man gen z is a wrap 
more than their older counterparts. Okay, I won't say that, but young millennials, y'all, man, please. While 54% reported they also were not as engaged at work than their senior co-workers. Yep, because we got to go to work. And uh, by the way, AI is going to solve all of this. Okay, AI is going to solve all of this. Artificial intelligence is going to cover your the, the part you're not covering. You're going to be lucky to have a job. <laughs> okay, let's go into it. AI going to fix all of this shit. They're insisting on work-life balance and insisting that mental health is important. As a result of where they're at in this generation, they don't have a lot to lose by actually laying it out on the line and saying, I really want to have a better experience at work. Now, as for productivity, Logan and Juliana say that a gentler Monday makes them work more efficiently the rest of the week. So they're sort of benefiting later in the week, and so is their work. Okay, so you're benefit you're working better later in the week, but uh, I got zero productivity on Friday and Monday. I got zero. This is clown shit, man. This is clown shit. Somebody said they get this is clown. This is this is crazy, man. But uh, anyway, hopefully everybody's mental health is well. Let's go to this one right here. This is a video of a uh, young woman. We're going to play her. We're going to Caleb Hammer. Caleb Hammer is going to make another appearance. And uh, I'm going to try to get through this one as fast as possible. We got a 28 year old right here. Train wreck. All right. Train wreck. This is why I tell you, you know, if you're waiting to get later when she says I'll wait to get married later in life. Train wreck. Let's get into it. Uh, let's see. Is this the one I wanted? Let me see here. Where is it at? All right. Let's go from. Let's go from right here. Yeah. Fair use from Caleb. Thank you for letting me share your show. Go subscribe. You've already passed me up in the. He's passed me up in the moments of where I started sharing him and where he is now. Carta, yeah. And then I have a loan. And oh, I didn't send you my uh, student. <laughs> American debt, credit cards. <laughs> I have a car. Um, with debt? With debt. Uh, I mean, that falls into debt, right? Yeah. If it's car debt, yeah. And then I have a loan. And oh, I didn't send you my uh, student loans. Okay. Don't, you know, it's okay. It's like $700. In total? Yeah. Okay, why haven't you just paid that off seven hundred dollars? Because it's seven hundred dollars. If I can like get away with not paying that, okay. Oh, you're thinking it might get forgiven. I mean, if it does, if not, I mean, it's just seven hundred dollars. But so. we'll see. We'll see. They uh, y'all need to stop hoping on student loan forgiveness. Stop that bullshit. It ain't nothing gonna happen. They just dangling the carrot for your vote. Same thing as reparations. Well, y'all move on with your life. It's not the end of the world. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's take a look then. You have a lot of documents. So mm. that's a credit card. That's a credit card. That's a loan. That's a loan. That's a credit card. That's a. Let me, let me skip. Here we go. Okay. Tacos, Jack in the Box, Stitch Fix. You do not need to be doing Stitch Fix. <laughs> Payment from Donut over there. Why not go and buy a brand new yacht? So make sure you go to mintmobile.com forward slash hammer. 15 minutes, low is $15 a month. Come on. Now back to the episode over there. But Takira of some kind and Amazon and Amazon and Cafe, Burger Fresh, Prime Donuts. Dude, I mean. This explains why she looks the way she looks. All right. And so this is the explanation. She probably says I'm on a diet and I go to the gym. 
She also be at the donuts and Jack in the Box. All right. Come on. It's not even like. She ain't made one meal. She hasn't made one meal. I mean, that's terrible for you in Amazon and Pizza Hut. We're payment. We're making payments to some cards. Some payrolls coming in. Okay, tacos, Jack in the Box, Stitch Fix. You do not need to be doing Stitch Fix. Six dollars. Fair use. What? Those are for my kids. Those are for my kids. She has kids, not one, but multiple. See, this is what I'm talking about. This type of mindset. Well, I can be a single mother and I can have a job and I can have a career and I can have, and they be running themselves into the ground ninjas. Man, let's continue. This shit is depressing, man. This is the culture we live in. You have children. I have two. What are their ages? Uh, my oldest one's going to be 12, and Damn. the little one's nine. So you had a kid at, <laughs> at 16? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So she's basically done hit the, every wall. She's She would be useless to any man. Useless. Wow. wow, 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 wow. You don't need to be stitch fishing for a kid, though. Wouldn't it? I call it Target. <laughs> I, I've never, oh no, I've have been to Target. I don't like going into the store. Okay, but Stitch Fix is ridiculously expensive. For, for kids, um, I try ordering one box for me. It's right, hella expensive. Float Pandora. Single-handedly. <sighs> Capital One, we have something with them. Capital One, no, that's a card, so we're not going to look at that yet. All right, Capital One, pets. Oh, that's also a credit card, so we're not going to look at that yet. Capital One, savings. $200. So there's $200 sitting on the side. Good. Right now, yes. Okay. All right. You you seemed a bit like... And I, didn't, I had... When it comes to like financial literacy, I had zero. Of course. Yeah, most people have zero. Up yeah. until like literally January no. when I started watching like TikTok videos. Jesus. Mm. Oh, man, this is state of America. All right. So we got TikTok videos teaching financial literacy. All right. Here we go. Of how to budget. Yeah. Good. Well, okay. Well, to be clear, I will dig into your situation, dig into your debt, just to make clear to yourself how bad it actually is. And we haven't even gotten into it yet. So that people who might go into your situation know how bad it's not even, none of us are close to perfect. I, I I guess uh, what I'm, what I'm, let's start with this. We have a pet credit card. It, I named it a pet credit card, but it's not a, a pet credit card. It's just that every transaction that I was going in there was specifically for my pets. <sighs> so... Not only do we have two kids, we got pets, pets. See, I mean, I'm telling y'all, man, 21, get married, (laughs) have some babies, stay home. What other what? This is crazy, man. This is crazy. They just start off life with everything and then lose it all 
as we go along. You have a, you had a low balance, two thirty eight. Yeah, but you paid eighty eight dollars towards this, so we're making progress. But then. $462 of purchases. What are we doing? Because we're losing interest on it. If we're losing interest on it, why are we spending money on it? I'll tell you why. Because you have $200 in savings and because everything that leaves your checking account only leaves you with $6. So you don't have money. So you have to put it on credit cards, right? So you're clearly overspending because let me guess, you do not budget. Is that correct? I barely started budgeting. Barely started budgeting. 50 cents of interest being lost on that 400 We'll get to that because that doesn't... Okay, we'll get to that. She a, she a boss bitch, though, I'm sure. What you doing here? Texas Litter. It's Some a- bird place. Two Amazon purchases, one being 158 in Chewy.com. Very expensive way to do dog stuff, by the way. I've looked everywhere, and that's the most cost-effective thing for my cat. I thought she had a dog. So uh, invest in dog, uh, Chewy.com and all that. For your cat versus going inside a pet smart? Yeah, the food that she gets is a lot cheaper because it it doesn't charge me delivery when it's on auto ship. Well, Amazon doesn't charge for delivery either, but usually the way you go about it is still more expensive. It's cheaper to Chewy. Right. I looked at everything, believe me. So apparently there's a $0 balance on here, but it was transferred, so we'll see where that is. But either way, we have a Capital One Platinum card. Was this also transferred, or is this where it is? No, the previous balance five thousand seventy-four dollars. <laughs> mm, yeah. Is that where it is? Mm. Uh... Or was this transferred as well? No, this one stayed the same. Okay, three hundred dollars payments. But why? Look at the interest charge, gentlemen. One hundred and twenty-one dollars of interest charge, man. Oh my gosh. We paint. Why are we buying things on it? Twenty-three dollars thirty-five cents. That wasn't me. Um... What? My mom has a card. She has access to this card? What do I tell you? Again, I live with my parents. We're going to save all this money. And the mom is a piece of lazy garbage too. Now the bruh, when you inherit these women, say you dated this woman, you're getting a bird, a cat, two kids, her and the mama and all this debt. Back pack light. I keep telling you, pack light. Woo! Who they be coming in with baggage, and she's barely twenty eight. All right, let's continue. Fair use to Caleb. Go subscribe to his channel. Are you on the card? It's my card, but I no. made her an authorized user. Why? Whenever she has my kids, um, they're like, "Hey, she wants this," or "Hey, can I do this?" No, <laughs> give her, give her some cash. But if I use cash, I don't have like I. She don't have no cash. I lose where it goes, you know. No, she she's not disciplined. Wowzers! Either way, this is money getting spent on a card yeah. that has a balance, and you're basically so the current balance because interest charge interest charge one hundred twenty one dollars. You know that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Three thousand one hundred twenty dollars coming in a month, and we're losing one hundred twenty one dollars in interest there. Let me go ahead and go forward. So this is Capital One. I'm angry about the. There was previous balance four thousand seven hundred seventy six. We made seven hundred ninety dollars. Congratulations of payments, but six seventy two dollars purchases. Yeah. I I need to know your mentality. Why are we purchasing on something? Why are we purchasing on something that is accruing ninety dollars of interest plus sixteen dollars of fees, leaving us with a balance of. 
Oh my goodness. What is this? What is this? What is this? $34 under the $5,000 credit limit. Ooh, barely. The- barely, man. Barely under the credit limit. That That's a mess. Let me stop here. Let me go. Let me go here. A couple more. Question. I had zero mentality before like two months ago. Uh, so two months ago, this is within that though. That's what I'm saying. It's like um, I didn't start looking in again. I didn't know what the hell a Roth IRA was up until like January. Yeah. But of so course, this is quite- he has no retirement. I mean, we could just skip that. Here we go, right here. Here we go. Do you have a significant other? No. Okay, so single mom. Yes. I have two kids. Okay. Do you receive child support? No. Here we go. No child support. All right. And so um, this is, should be interesting. She has two kids, no child support. Let's see what Caleb decides to tell her what to do here. Here we go. Okay. Why? Have you pursued it? No. Um, my little one's dad put himself in child support, but doesn't pay it. Well, so. he, wait, he does what? He put himself on child support. I never like wanted to bother with it because it's like it might be worth bothering for. Because the more you can come in, the more that can come in, the better getting out of the situation will be. And he put it in you. So, okay. So here's where I say it's odd. We just had Steve Harvey. We just had Steve Harvey say women make babies, and I've been telling you they don't, because it's always odd when the financial responsibility comes up. It's that he made the baby. Have you noticed that? Women make babies. Women bring life. But as soon as it's time to pay, well, you made it. And you he put it in you. I thought women made babies. I thought women made babies. Now, all of a sudden, I made the baby when it's time to pay. Okay, let's go forward on that one. Somebody caught something here. Okay, somebody caught something here that she's going to make plain and clear. Okay, men make babies. Because we're financially responsible for them. Let's continue. Yeah. He owes. Stick it in, pay up. <laughs> See that? See? I thought women made babies. Now all of a sudden, men make babies when it's time to pay. Stick it in, pay up. Yep. So we can put the rest that women make babies. They do not. Let's continue. I mean, I don't have time to be go to the court. Going through the process. I think the money versus the time will be good i don't know 100 sure you'll have to look into that so her financial disrepair is going to be solved with child support you see this so now let's just go get easy access to money <laughs> right let's go get the let's go get the easiest access to money speak with someone even if you put a little bit towards it for any kind of legal advice i think it'll be worth it that might be something I consider either way or that you'd consider either way. You have full custody. Yeah. They're hundred percent with you. I mean, it's the, there's a joint custody with a little one, but again, he, I have her. no child support. So two different fathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. (sighs) It's a wrap.
it's a wrap for her. She got nothing left. She got nothing. She got nothing left. It's is she gonna be in this hole for forty for the next forty five to fifty years? Right. She's she's twenty eight, in massive debt, two baby daddies, no child support, unmarriageable. Past the financial wall, past the physical wall, past the she's got Gordita Crunch going on, past the physical wall, almost certainly past the age wall. Done. All right. This is going to be a future welfare recipient. And that ain't even going to cover. That ain't even going to cover. <laughs> yep. And she's out of my league. She's out of your league, coach. Okay. Okay, no child support from either. Okay, yeah, court is calling. Here we go. He said, this is one out of millions. This is one out of millions. Yes, this, there's million Guys, there's millions of women like this. I'm just letting you know. You might get that comment deleted because it was all gaps. Guys, a lot of them are in this boat. I keep giving you the stats, but when you see a real-life one, you'd be like, damn, but a lot of them are just like this. You know how I know? I'm at the junior college. And I also know women in their 40s that are like this. I know women in their 40s that are like this. And they don't even bat an eye. They still out here trying to date you, calling you broke, dusty. I know they got 60 cents in their bank account. They calling you broke and dusty. And they calling you short, ugly, incel, gay. <laughs> And it's going to get worse, guys. This is not going to get better. This is getting worse. Gen Z is going to double down on this one. Court is calling. And wrap it up next time. <laughs> no, that was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, through the past and stuff like that, you said the yelling was triggering. Do you have some trauma and stuff in the past? No, it's just... Um, Uh-oh. Confrontation. Either Uh-oh. I cry or I get mad. Okay. I just happen to when I cry at that moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure because if we deal with trauma, no, it's just that um, changes how we approach some things yeah. in terms of going forward. And yeah. So, how many hours a week are you working right now? I know you're getting overtime. What uh, would you say? I always work around 52 hours. 52 hours per week. Single mother. All right. Um, and it, it gets worse. It gets worse. All right. And so, somebody, she says, I'm scared for her future. It gets worse than that. It gets worse. All right, so let me do this. I'm going to do the uh, Cash App, Super Pat, Shape Shape, and all of that stuff. Sponsorships, co-sponsorships, and all of that stuff. Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Thank you for the uh, support. Let me see if I got a sign in over on Venmo. Oh, hell. All right, they got me. Let me see what's going on over there. All right, Venmo. Give it to me. All right, they want me to sign in. Guys, this is a tough predicament a lot of people are putting themselves to. We do have young men like this as well, um, but um, it is not you that can pass that debt. It's difficult for you to pass on debt to a mate, right? Right. It's difficult for you to get in this financial position and still qualify as a mate. Them, on the other hand, they can see you as a last-ditch effort, all right, to get out of their debt. So that is where you have to pay attention. Vans, what did you have to say, sir? Vans said, <laughs> okay, all right. But he says, no, he says, I can co-sign, I can co-sign that women don't associate with you unless – they can get what they want from you. A girl I know that once a man doesn't talk to me or doesn't talk to me, I think you mean, because she can't manipulate or get me to commit, 
Her deal was bedroom fun two to three times a week while I would have to support her making an 130K in Jamaican dollars a month as a bare minimum. I would never take that deal. Pronhub or Reddit is free, right? And so the association is always going to be seen as there's got to be something that she associates with you. Okay, everybody, that is the rule. We got our brother, man. Uh, uh, shout out to April Returns to Eden. I got you. The Real Fit Style says you're crushing it tonight, coach. We back. Thank you, original coach gang members in the building. Zoe man or Zoe man. I was talking to my big sister who is a feminist and told her women are supposed to be help. She went to chicken balk on me and I couldn't believe it. I didn't know she was that deep into the rabbit hole. Um, I suggest to you that when you're talking to women about these issues, that early on you try to exercise the feminist out of her body. It's in there. In fact, it is now in their DNA if they were born in the Western United States or Western Europe. It's in there. They've been indoctrinated with it. They've been programmed with it. It's in their software. So what you do is you start to challenge their feminist ideologies to see how they buck if they have an early interest in you. And you will then know, right, you got to exercise that demon out. They'll hide it. They'll hide it. You got to say things like, you know, you don't believe in in, in in you don't believe you don't believe in child support. You don't believe in you don't believe there's an equal pay gap. There's not a gender pay gap. No way. All right. She'll be sitting there like Roger Rabbit. She'll bust out of there like Roger Rabbit. Just say that shit early. Say it right off the rip. Don't even waste no time. Say you Kevin Samuels is your idol. Okay. Say you love Andrew Tate's content. Rap. They know it. They know it. Get that demon up out of there. All right. Get her up out of there. Tell her you don't believe single mothers are are you believe tell her you believe single mothers are welfare queens. Now, you might not believe it, but you need to get that demon out. <laughs> they go insane. Say CGA is your idol that you love the free agent lifestyle. Tell them you love peace, quiet, and freedom. She'll be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yo, tell her Trump won the election in 2020. Rap. Rap. Tell her, yeah. <laughs> tell her Donald Trump 2024. <laughs> ah. Yo, she'd be gone, man. Gone. All right, you need to do this, guys. It's the best thing you can do. Just kiss her goodbye right off the rip. Anyway, we got uh, Victor S. says, monkeys can have babies. The ability is innate. There is no making once pregnant. It's automatic. It is not a miracle. It is not a miracle. It's automatic. You have very, very, uh, you have the uh, the division of sales. Uh, women don't sit around going, let me think about making my baby. <laughs> It just happens. You know what I mean? It happens. They don't have to think about, okay, I'm going to make the baby. What do I need? A little bit of flour, a little bit of soul, a little bit of, okay, let me make the fingers. They, they, they act like they're sitting around making it. You're the incubator. All right? You're the incubator. You protect it. It automatically happens in your body. I make sure I keep you safe and secure. You're the incubator. You're the oven. You're the buns in the oven. All right? And it's a cooking. All right. Ain't no they this is what you call the autonomic nervous system. I think, I don't know, but there's something called the autonomic nervous system. I'm teaching you biology and and physiology now. 
the autonomic nervous system has several uh, several organs that are part of the autonomic, which means the heart is part of the autonomic nervous system. You have four chambers and one, they just to go pumping. You don't have to think about it, but you can think about you can think about contracting a muscle, but the heart works by itself. And when it stops working, you're dead. All right. The lungs are an autonomic nervous system. You don't think about it. It just goes. <sighs> Babies just make it like, you know, I'm going to make my lungs work today unless you go running. I'm going to make my heart beat faster if you hold your breath or you go running. Blinking autonomic nervous system. You don't have to think about it. Look. That's autonomic. It's automatic. OK, you don't think about it, but. Babies are a part of that creation, too. It just happens. You won't think about it. You ain't God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I made this. No. Nature, God, whoever you want made that. Yeah, your digestive system is part of the autonomic nervous system. It, your, your, your intestines are just working, and you're sitting there. So think about that. These are part of automatic things that your body does without you thinking. Just like having babies. So, yes, thank you for being the incubator. But let's give credit where credit is due if I'm going to be financially responsible. And this is not about hate. Hey, check this out. Grind it out says Coach Lamar Jackson needs an apology from you. Now he got his contract extension from the Ravens. I already cleared that up. He lost money, y'all. I already cleared that up. He lost money. He turned down a $290 million contract. He also turned down a $250 million contract. He turned down. He didn't sign an extension. He didn't sign an extension on time, and they put him on the franchise tag two, almost two years in a row where he lost $50 million each year. Nah, he still lost a bag. All right, he still lost a bag, and he got an extra part of that guarantee money and that guarantee money, and he didn't get the contract he wanted. He didn't get the contract he wanted in the end. He had to go settle. But look, no hate, no shade until he wears a Super Bowl ring. I'm still right on, on Lamar Jackson. I'm still right. All right. So anyway, he lost the bag and they actually put it back into his guarantee money for one of the franchise years. All right. Because he was only going to get a, he turned down, he turned down a $250 million, $133 million guarantee contract. He turned that shit down. He turned it a $290, uh, $290 million contract. He only got, well, he ended up getting 260 with 183 million. So they, Put in the extra 50 million that he lost last time he was trying to hold hold the bag. Okay. He settled. Yeah, he settled. All right. So shout out to him. Uh, but hey, no shade. I wish uh that the most expensive uh running back in the league can do well. Shout out to him. I'm not shading him. All right, anyway, <laughs> I'm not shading him. Yeah, he had no agent. He could have had all that money a long time ago. But uh anyway, I hope he does well. And I don't think he's on our schedule this year. Hey, Kevin, Kevin says, tell her you're no longer in your prime after 25. Exercise the feminist demon. Yep. Say, you know what? You're outside of your prime. I'll do a favor. <laughs> I'll do you a favor. All right. Exercise the demon. She will go ape on you. And with that being said, we're going to do quickly the age gap relationships, if you will. And this is going to be different than you expect. Because check this out. We are talking about carrying on their debt. But there's also that wall and a bunch of other walls. But here we go right here. We have a wall right here that you have to look at. 
if you're looking to get with women your age, especially lilies, we're going to start calling this one a lily. She she looking like lily here. All right. I had unexplained infertility at age 30. This is going to cause a financial crisis for you. Not only that, a mental health crisis. My husband and I spent seven years trying to make babies. All right. And it says right here. And when I said trying, I mean, we tried everything. Acupuncture, hormone injections, fish oil, dried red dates, investing thousands of pounds in fertility treatments. That's pounds in that means British pounds or Australian, I believe. It says right there, thousands. We put our lives on hold. Even my job suffered, which is not uncommon, according to the news report, pregnant, then screwed in partnership with women in data. The study, which came out yesterday, says women are likely to experience discrimination in the workplace if they are open about their reproductive health issues. Like 50%, 58% of women surveyed said, I didn't tell my boss I was going undergoing treatment. I didn't want to be treated differently. I was 29 ninjas, 29 when we started trying. We had been married for 18 months and we were embarking on a three-week trip around Australia. On our way to the airport, I Googled the top 100 baby names. This is called baby rabies. This is called baby rabies. And so she she barely married the ninja and she trying to push and shove babies out at the last ditch effort. And she's having a crisis. And it says right here is altitude bad for conception. She's Googling. My assumption was that by the time we return, I would certainly be pregnant, but I wasn't. And not for the following month or months after that either. All right. And it says right here, she's talking about not having stress. This is the part that I want to read to you right here. All right. Where is it at? She's talking about infertility treatments and all of this stuff I warned you about. She gave us three options. The doctor, keep trying, join a waiting list for a preliminary appointment at our local hospital or go private. This means sperm banks, fertility treatments and so forth and so on. Where's the part about the sex? This is what I want to show you right here. My 31st birthday came in with. Not a day for celebrating, but a day to be endured. One year older and one year less fertile. This is why if you're a 31-year-old man, you need to try to avoid all this right here, man. <laughs> all right? Just going to get you a younger woman. Let me go down to where the SEGS comment was because you'll find that interesting. This is a long-ass article. Um, They got her taking drugs and all of this. This is crazy. Okay. Oh, she had some kids. Where's the sex comment? Okay, hold on for a second. Damn, I missed it. She was talking about how much she forced her husband to have sex to knock her up. All right. But it's 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 funny because oh, I think maybe it's not in the article. But let me see. Sorry about this. I know you guys are seeing the screen scroll up and down. I know that's somewhat annoying. But um they're talking about women's eggs decrease over time. I know they fight in God and reality about that. Oh, dang. I can't find it. But anyway. She shoved. She rushed. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, I can't find it. But anyway, what probably happened was she made this dude have sex with her every day to get knocked. All right. Every single day for the sole purpose of pregnancy, not for his enjoyment. Then she's sitting around talking about, oh, well, I kind of enjoyed it, too. Again, they're using the sex not for pleasure, but to gain, and the gain is procreation, right? It's procreation. So interesting article there. Let me go to the next film here, film at 11. Check this story out. This is a love story. 
This is the love story I want to avoid. Look, they dated as teenagers. 40 years later, she decided to go on vacation with him. Huh? Oh, he waited and waited and waited and Boyce Watkins, his ass to this lucky him. You're 40. I'm 40. We make a fantastic power couple. <laughs> he old and fat and he got he got money. He invited you on vacation. You're old and in debt. And guess what? We'd make a great power couple. Oh, what a win. What a love story. Anyone after all. Oh, love conquered after all. What happened in between? I want to know. I want to know what happened in between teenage years and 40 years ago. I want to know what was going on there. I'm sure it's in the article. All right, but let's take you to this right here because uh, we got to speed through to an end. Let me see here. Where's the article right here? The hypocrisy. We know that. Remember in your younger years when freshman year rolled around and you were a freshman? Many of the young freshman girls in high school, they wanted to go with the older boys. The older boys. I can't date guys my age. That was a big statement that a lot of young girls make when you're a young guy. I can't date guys my age. They're too dumb, immature. and They are having... They have a kind of a fantasy for older guys. Then as they get older, they leave and go to college. Many of them start dating the early, the freshman and the freshman in the freshman dorm. But then the, some of the freshman girls are like, mm, I can't date dudes in the dorm. This guy has a off campus house. This guy has a car. This guy graduated. This guy's on the football team, the fraternity, right? He, the guy's been on campus. He's a little bit more mature. So they start dating. They always are dating guys that are slightly older under the auspice of their more mature. No. Then once they get to their first job, they start dating their manager, the senior executive, the EVP. They start dating guys that are a little bit higher on the totem pole, guys that have a house, a car. You know what I mean? You struggling. Guys that don't have roommates, right? Stable guys. Then as that happens, they fumble their way if they don't make it. They fumble their way around, and then they start going backwards as they hit that wall. Now they're going backwards and dating. They're going backwards and getting guys. They're going backwards. All right, I want a guy my age. All right, you're 30, I'm 30. You're 35, I'm 35. You're 40, I'm 40. Then you go and date a younger woman, and they're like this. Oh, my God, how dare you, you metaphile. Well, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's take a look at this. The story of our lives. All right, and so we got a Jennifer Lawrence here. All right. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence here. Apparently, she's filming a, a movie in which the uh, actress, the older woman, seduces a 19 year old. All right. Let's go with the clip. Jennifer Lawrence has faced a lot of criticism for a new role, but now she's come out defending trying to seduce a 19 year old. Despite what's going on here, Jennifer Lawrence is doing a new movie called No Hard Feelings, where a character is paid to seduce a 19 year old. And Jennifer Lawrence doing this kind of movie did shock a lot of people, where she won her first Oscar when she was 22 years old. She was also known for blockbusters doing the Hunger Games movies, which made $2.9 billion across four films. Many people were shocked that Jennifer Lawrence would do this type of movie, being her first attempt at doing an R rated comedy film. What makes it weird is Jennifer Lawrence is 32 years old and will have provocative scenes with the actor Andrew Barr 
Mark Feldman, who was only 20 years old in the film, was shot. The entire pitch for the movie is a grown woman is paid by the parents of a socially awkward teenager to sleep with their son. Which has led to many people pointing out the obvious, and that was that the gender roles were reversed as movie being instantly canceled and panned by everyone. The movie's also being criticized as an attack on people on the spectrum where the character is clearly socially awkward and they believe that he is supposed to be autistic. Lawrence has responded to all this, saying that people are just being overly critical of the movie and it will be a fun experience for everyone. All right, shout out to the AI who produced this script. All right, but um, uh, that's an example of the hypocrisy that we see because now older women are seeming to have an affinity for younger men, even if it's for seduction, a little bit of entertainment to get throttled and whatnot. When the passport bros were getting all of that hell, we did not acknowledge or did not people the other side of the argument did not want to acknowledge the Stella got our groove back culture that has been persistent and consistent through Jamaica for a long time. And the Island boys, they actually shut down European women over the age of 40 from coming in there. I think it was Ghana. I keep getting it wrong. It were one of them. All right. Zambia, Nambia, Gambia, Namibia. All right. What of them? All right, they shut them down because some European woman was coming in there and getting them teenage boys, okay? But then when the passport bros go over there, oh, we looking for slaves and we're metaphiles, all right? So the hypocrisy is crazy. Let's go to this clip right here. Let's go to this clip right here. There's a woman here uh, that uh, people don't talk about. I hear about Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't hear much about this woman. This is the director, allegedly, of the Fifty Shades of Grey, Sam Taylor Johnson. She dated her husband when he was 18 and she was 41. Yet the public hasn't labeled her a predator like Marcus Houston. All right. Mainstream media outlets have praised her as a cougar, even though she was older than Marcus Houston was. See, this is the stuff we talk about, the hypocrisy. Because not only is the hypocrisy uh, in that, we can't date younger women, right? Now the hypocrisy is when they do it, you go, girl, you get you one. And there it is right there. All right, it's there right there on your screen. You can do your own due diligence and research. This is a true story. You haven't heard about it, but you only hear about Marcus Houston, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and whatnot. All right, and so it is what it is. Showing you this more hypocrisy right here. Let me see if I can give you this clip. This is a clip of... Them young girls don't want you, right? They, that's what they say to you there. Or they only want you for your money. Well, the older ones want me for my money too. So it's not anything new. But uh, people and girls are out of your league. Gentlemen, do not believe that. If you got something to offer, these girls will be throwing it. All right, I got to turn the music down, but we'll see the narration. Look at my man at Bingo. He got him a big old nice sloppy pog. All right, throwing that thing on that man. Not that dude gonna have a heart attack. Look at my man. All you need is a little bit of hair on your head. All you need is a wallet. Look at that. She throwing that back on the man. My man gonna have a he gonna break a hip. Look at him. He like, oh my gosh. He like, thank you, Lord. Have mercy. I've been waiting. All right, he got that 9-11. Look, he done feeling on the titties and the booty. Look at my man enjoying this life. Get it, get it, Grandpa. Look at him. He tried not to look at her because he know he going to bust a nut. So he tried to think of something else. He tried to think of Nancy with the varicose veins on her on her legs. But he looking at this nice freezer, piece of fresh skin. All right, my man about to roar harder than he has in about 40 years. Look at my man pointing to his homeboy. Shout out to him. Go ahead and get them, Uncle. I got money. This is the natural cure for erectile dysfunction. He ain't been this hard 
since his days in the Marines. All right. He ain't been this hard. All right. Just the hardest this man been in 20 years. He like, thank the Lord, have mercy for a young piece of calico. All right. But of course, if I say that I'm a metaphile, right? Yeah, I get it. The hypocrisy is out of control. Last clip. Last clip here. There's a young, there's an older woman here talking about the realities of older women dating younger men. And she says, ladies, throw the towel. Don't get your hopes up. Let's go ahead and listen to this uh, young lady, as you see. Oh, this is a perfect one. Coach, you should date women in your age group. No, thank you. Find me at the junior college. Let's listen to her three minute video and fair use. Good morning. Good morning. All right. She looking like Master Splinter. All right. She definitely looking like Master Splinter. Let's pop them up on the screen. Fairly same resemblance. It never fails. All right. Never fails, guys. Master Splinter always in the house. All right. Let's continue. The people have spoken. I'm back doing a segment of older women and younger men. By far, those have been my most watched videos. And excuse how I look. I'm fresh from the shower and I don't generally dry my hair, so I'm sitting outside with Augie. Oh, but dog, I mean, guys, this shit is like, <laughs> this shit is like clockwork, man. This dude, come on, man. She got the dog, too. All right, here we go. There. He's watching the ducks fly overhead and the geese and the squirrels and anything else that happens. Doesn't she look excited about life? Don't you want that, guys? You're 45 and you want this 54-year-old woman right here. Aren't you excited? Look at Look at her eyes, man. Don't she look like she's just ready to take on life? She's just ready to go to work and work 52-hour days. She's just ready to go out there and, and give it all she has. She's ready to go out there and take you on a trail and hike. She's ready to spend uh, 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 spend all your money. Come on, man. She gone, man. She gone. Mileage too. Mileage is too long. <laughs> she gone. Let's move out here. And today's topic with older women and younger men is the longevity of the relationship. Okay. Um, it's very, very difficult to sustain a long-term relationship with a young man, um, especially if he's not living nearby. In my instance, he was uh, very distant as far as far away, many states away. Somebody said the dog want to run away. And, of course, I did say 52-hour uh, days, but um, <laughs> the dog trying to get away. The dog not even looking at her. <laughs> Let's go back to the dog. The dog's like, God damn, is there anybody, anybody that want to take me in, bro? Can I fly away with the geese? She's talking about her young boyfriends that live far away, ma'am. This is called a booty call. This is called practice. I hate to tell you what it is. You're talking about practice. <laughs> not a game you don't have a relationship he's practicing on you i'm just letting you know and uh these are good practice girls but you got to make sure they live an hour and so away do not have them be your neighbor no she's gonna be all up in your grill in my instance he was uh very distant as far as far away many states away and also had young children so he was unwilling to commit to me past and i'm just going to have to call it like it is a booty call even she knows commit commit mm. commit she talking about my young lover 
my young guy that I was dating would not commit. Practice. Okay, it would be long weekend booty calls. I never met friends. I never met family. I was never going to, according to I never met friends or family. What a shock. All right, are you shocked here, ladies? Uh, it was very unfulfilling from my end, except for the obvious. Um, he was getting her insides pushed to her esophagus, and that was great. I'm looking. How much you want to bet this is a black man? How much? You, this is a black guy. This is definitely a black guy. I mean, there's no, this has black guy written all over it. The, I mean, he has kids already. He driving an hour away for some Padusi. This is a black male, 100%. This is free sex. All right. It's a ninja. That, that, what percent chance that you get that it's a ninja? He said $200 says it's a ninja. And he says a what? A ninka. All right. It's a, this is definitely going to be a brother. All right. All right. But let's continue here for a partner who will um, match me, you know, who will want to be with me all the time or as often as we can be together, who will welcome me meeting friends and family, and I will definitely reciprocate. What? And of course, you got to love the dog. Ma'am, please, ma'am, would you go sit down, have several seats, as they say in the community? The sisters, ma'am, go have several seats. You're not meeting my goddamn family. Just take this salami. Take this salami, and after I finish, I got to go pick up my kids. I still like him, too. So, anyway, sorry about that jumping around with the camera. But, um, anyway, it, no matter how amazing it starts out, it's, it's probably destined to end. And so I just want to prepare any of you who embark on this for that eventuality. And I want you to know that you won't be alone. A lot of us have, will have gone through that. And it doesn't make it hurt any less. But if you're quite realistic, and I try to be, um, that you'll realize that unless he can commit to you or is willing to commit to you and share his life with what? you, it's never going to be anything more than you know, a, a few casual dates and a few, a few casual dates. I mean, we picking up Taco Bell on the run. We running from the border, swoop that Taco Bell up, get it back to your crib, eat them damn Taco Supremes. And then let's get to them sheets. And then that might last, might be like three, four times. Then it's on to the next. <laughs> it's on to the next. I'm getting four pieces of piece leave and then dipping. That's it. You part of my Tuesday rotation, baby. Tuesday, Wednesday. No Thursdays, no Fridays, no Saturdays, no Sundays, no Mondays. I need to recover. You getting Tuesday or Wednesday? The hell. A roll in the hay. So you'd be better off just waiting, bidding your time, and hopefully someone uh, will okay. come by who would be better suited for you. Nope who is at a stage in their life where they'd be willing to commit and spend time with you. And You're 40. I'm 40. We make a great power couple. Oh, hell no. Boy, ma'am, throw the whole damn towel. All right, let me get the towel out. Let's get the towel. Let's throw the towel, baby. <laughs> Let's throw the towel. Uh, I'm hoping that wherever you live, I know nobody in your area. This is the problem with me because I get recognized all the time. So I'll just be chilling and I get recognized. I'm like, damn, I can't have no slow Tuesdays out. 
no slow Tuesdays out. If I can have a slow Tuesday, I got to hide in the corner because somebody going to see my ass. They're going to be walking by and be like, they're going to be like, uh, CGA? CGA, is that you? I know. And that's so you. They're going to look over. They're going to be like, uh, that don't look like no junior college. CGA, I knew you was a nasty boy. I caught your ass. Caught your ass lacking. Caught me at the damn carnival looking like this right here. Ninja caught me at the carnival like this. And I'm like, you know, man, there's no problem, You can pop me on the ride looking like this, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, man, hey, look, man, this is not smoke Tuesday, bro. Don't call me out. Hey, man, I thought you did the I'm like, hey, man, it's Tuesday, bro. I got to do what I got to do out here. Don't call nobody on the internet. All right, they get sad out here, you know. Hey, good. Good. Like, I'll be. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna be looking after we get home from Taco Bell. Oh man, man, good lord! All right, don't call me out. Don't call me out if you catch me slipping. Just go on and look at me. I know. Just give me that look. Just look at me like. I see your punk ass. I see your punk ass. They're going to be making the video. This ninja going to take a picture of me. I'm going to be like, damn. You had to take a picture of me too, huh? You punk motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let me get to this. Please don't take a video of me. This ninja go like, I'm going viral. I'm going viral on CGA's back. Caught his ass lacking, trying to sit in the corner of Panda Express. With that gordita. I'm going to be like, come on, man. All right, shout out to the gorditas. All right, uh, let me see here. Let's get the super chats. Uh, we are gonna get a little bit ling ling later today. All right, but uh, I gotta get this uh, get this going here. Let me see. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check super chat. I don't even know where I am. I got too many windows open. Okay, what's going on? Is there any? Uh, nope, there's not. All right, and so let me check Cash App and uh, let me check PayPal real quick. We do have our week sponsor. Our weekly sponsor, we got Deadly Edley in the building. <laughs> he says, make sure you get the cheeks first before you're before you bait and unleash her inner feminist. Nah, I sometimes I just go on and just pass on it. <laughs> right. I don't want I just deal with it, man. I'll just deal with it. I'll I'll deal with the loss. All right. We got our did I get Kevin? I get Kevin G. He says, tell her you're no longer. In her prime after 25. All right, but that's if you just want to see her go. Anyway, yo, we back. We're going to be back in here tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Uh, Blue chip mindset and any other news or breaking news. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. Yeah, get the likes up on the way out. Appreciate y'all support. And we'll be back. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs. Play and my I'm video. Just, I'm just using it. Play All my I, video. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.